of you making comments, interactions, and uh, observations, and so on, that made it an extremely interesting program. I just wanted you to know that. Thank you, Thanks. and we appreciate okay. hearing that. I think that's, that's yeah, and you know, that's now, one thing with all, thing, all three of us, but yeah. Yeah, all three of you really did a fantastic job on that. And, and now, also what I can see is you guys have changed your orientation on the camera so when you're looking at me, you're not looking over to the left yeah. and you're looking straight ahead. Yes, sir. And it gives a much better, much better feel. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're both getting better at it. And I'll tell you what, after you spend time with me tonight, you guys are going to be just blown away by what I have done, what I have found, what I have figured out, what I've written. Cause I, I don't think you've had time to really look at all the stuff that I've done. But once we go through it tonight, you're just going to be shocked. Uh, that's all I can say. All right. So that's what and we're talking so about. That was going to be my next question. I was like, man, what the hell are we talking about tonight? Oh, okay. you know, well, no, I, 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 I told, I did, I did brief, or I did brief them on a little bit of what we're going to talk about. I did read your article yeah. on the mask, the first article Here's on the flower. mask, and then that very, hey, flower. That's a cute pup, man. <laughs> She's such a sweetheart. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, if you've read the article on the mask, you know about that. But the other two articles are, one is entitled COVID-19 on April 15. I read that one too. I, re I, re I researched that for actually for four days and wrote on it. And, and, and the reason I titled it that is because my ideas changed a little bit on it as I went through it and saw other stuff, but I didn't want to modify it at the beginning because I wanted people to see what was going on. And quite frankly, you know, I wrote, I, I won't even, I can just tell you now that I wrote something out for my Christmas cards and stuff talking about that I've always been afraid of, of a biologic entity released by our government or some foreign agent such as a nerve gas or, a, or you know, an anthrax, a biologic, a, a, a viral type of thing you know, fungus, anything like that that can really destroy us. And, and they're using all the GMO foods, you know, and we're getting not good nutrition. And it's just an absolute mess. Uh, so anyhow, did you tell the guys what we're doing tonight, Paul? Um, I, I did I, a little bit. Um, so, Johnny, what he wants to do is, like, whenever he does bring up specific points to bring up, uh, a snapshot on his side of like an article uh, of what that would be. Okay. But if he were to do that, I well, mean, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I'm just saying. I was going to say, this is, kind of, this is a little trial and error with me because I've got, I went through it and I've got everything all geared up and ready to go, but I, I think I can find them, but I don't know how they're going to present with you guys there, whether it, you guys just see what I'm looking at or whatever. It's kind of like, let's see what happens because I've got like some pictures to show you. I've got some protocol. And fortunately, this guy named uh, Pierre Corey, K-O-R-Y. I only found him on Friday when I was doing some research. And one of the gals up at Unionville in northern Missouri, where I last worked in 2016, um, Debbie Douglas wrote me a, an email a few days ago and said, what do you know about the treatment of Iver with ivermectin for COVID? Well, at that point, I really didn't know anything about it. And Dr. Williams 
who's one of the physicians still up there working, has been looking at it. So it looks like it is actually a tremendous thing prophylactically to prevent getting COVID, or if you get it, to treat it and, and no, no sequelae. And it's available without even a doctor's prescription because we use it to, to deworm horses and dogs and stuff. So you can get it at any tractor supply, Orschlands, walk in there and buy it. You don't even need the pharmaceuticals. Isn't that cool? But does it say not for human consumption on it? Is it, is it specifically like a, almost like a veterinarian uh, recommended thing? Or? Um, Hold on. We, it, 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 actually, it, we need to save it, it for the it, podcast yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. We're not even recording right now. We yeah. should probably start the podcast. Well, that's okay. It, it's an, it's an anti-helminthic. Helminthics is the name of the various... Um, the various tapeworms and things like that. You guys, I, I know you know that I've done a lot, but I was also trained, you know, as the combat medic, the de-escalation of Vietnam, and they trained me to be a medical lab technician over a nine-month nine course in the U.S. Army down at Brooks Army Medical and in San Antonio. And so I've learned how to identify all the various uh, parasites such as entamoeba, histolytica, things like that, amoebic dysentery, what have you. So anyhow... So, let's uh, let's get going with it and see how it works. And do so, your little yeah, because I have some I have some questions. I have some questions about so that. The, the so the only thing sure. the only thing I'm going to say is if you if you put it on the screen, you wanna... if you put it on the screen, doctor, your screen is is naturally going to be smaller. You know what I'm saying? So I think like yeah. if there's any type of um, articles or anything you have uh, via screenshot that you could send to me, I could send to Johnny. He could put that in the video. Yeah, you, you that can way put he them can in their big sack. Even though they're big on my screen, it'll be little on yours. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, let's see how let's see how it works and see what we can do. Okay, we can do that. So you guys ready to to do the thing? Yeah. You're recording on OBS I'm on everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where tonight's going to be a very interesting night. Um, we we have a a very uh, decorated guest coming on the show this evening, a very beloved guest for Talk Junkies. Um, it's been a while since we've had a guest on, but we've been doing it big, been doing it nice, uh, hitting it hard, man, with the podcast with just us three. But, uh, you know, we'll take it when we can get it. And Dr. John Yer, thank you for joining Talk Junkies, man. You bring a lot to the table, man. And uh, tonight we're going to go over a lot of good and interesting topics and cover a lot of ground on what's going on today. And especially, um, we, we really, we've never had a doctor on when it comes to COVID. Um, and I think it's going to be very interesting to get that type of um, aspect from a doctor's point of view when it comes to COVID. And everyone has their own opinions, right? And um, being on the YouTube realm and trying to uh, watch what we say whenever we're having these types of podcasts, right? Um, it's going to be really hard to kind of water our way around it and see what we can, what, what type of information we can get out to the people. And uh, Dr. John, you're welcome uh, to Talk Junkies, man. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing absolutely great, guys. I'm excited to be back with you. We've had a couple of other podcasts that I've reviewed, and I've talked to a lot of people that's looked at them, and, and they've enjoyed them. And uh, I think as you guys do it and I do it, we're getting better as we go. Tonight, though, this is a terribly important subject because the entire world has basically been affected, shut down, businesses California, New York City, things are shutting down. People are out of their jobs. Nobody's going to work. Schools are being modified. Kids are having very weird behavior and so on. And uh, I've written several 
uh, articles dealing with this that have been posted, but probably not very many people have seen them. So hopefully, you know, we can get it out to uh, this information and uh, and go from there. Um, Definitely. When so this first started happening uh, back in April, I was not sure what was going on. It, it was kind of catching me by surprise. And as I mentioned to you guys uh, right before we went on to recording, that I've always, as a physician, been really worried about some foreign country or some terrorist group or maybe some domestic terrorist or something liberating a, a nerve gas or some type of a biologic, be it a fungus, virus, bacteria, like we had the anthrax scare, which was not necessarily a scare. Some people died from that, and that proved to be. We had the fellow that tampered with the Tylenol and put, you know, poison and stuff in there and all. So, you know, we've, we've got problems. And when this first started, I thought, you know, here's the thing. If this is a virus, remember the portal for entry of a virus of the human body is your nose and your eyes, not so much your mouth because saliva will tend to kill it. And when you touch a surface with your hand, then you can actually have that on there. That's where all the hand washing, the sanitizers and stuff, but they've gone completely, absolutely crazy with it. You don't want to be picking your nose. You don't want to be messing with your eyes and like that, because that's how the viruses will gain entry into your body. Uh, so anyhow, what I would like to do is see if I can click on this screen share. And I don't know if what I had earlier up on my screen is still up there or not. Uh, You've minimized a little bit. Yeah, well, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna click on share screen. Actually, I put them over here to the side. Let's see what happens if I just see click on the share screen. Okay, host disabled participant screen sharing. So you need to enable me. Here, I'll read it, Paul. Can you not see it from there? No, I can't. I'm blind as fuck, I got glasses. <coughs> Shall I try it again? Yeah. Yeah, try it one more time. Okay, yeah, that came up. Okay, good. Uh, right off the bat, it came up better than what I wanted. And now, what do you guys see? We with see the this article right now. We see the article, but not you. But the, it, you see? Yep. You see the article? Is it large? Can you read it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can read it. Okay, good. Well, that's not the one I want. So <laughs> making progress. Yeah, making progress. Okay, well, look, here's the progress. All three of them are there. And the first one I wanted is right here. And that's kind of cool because I didn't realize what's happened with this. It's big on the screen, but you guys jumped into a small window over there directly under my little window. Did you know that? Yeah, and we can see you over on my computer over here to the left as well. So. Well, I know, but when what I'm telling you what I am seeing because you don't see it off of my computer. But what happened with me is that you guys went from being big to being, um, Oh crap. I had something, I had it going perfect and I went to stretch it out. And then something came on the screen. Well, here, let's click over here. Oh, there it's back. Okay, fine. I won't mess with it. Anyhow, there's a 
there's a picture that's a little bit larger than you three open my corner that's me then you three are underneath it and then what we're looking at is in the middle so anyway here we go and i'm going to run through this relatively fast but if you want to stop at any given time i can quit the screen share we can come back on talk about it and so on and i can actually use uh can you see that cursor going yes. on yeah. my yeah. screen when i'm moving it yes okay all right well then let's fly let's get going because we got a lot to cover Okay, as I stated earlier, the reason I titled this article Understanding Coronavirus on April 15th was because it was so much changing minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. And then down in through here, we don't need to belabor this. You guys know I've been a doctor for 40 years and so on. And then anyway, this pandemic has been going on for now months. Uh, it's incredible. They shut down the entire world with just a few a few words. And and I, I really agree with rather than the pandemic, plandemic was what I found later because this has been planned out years in advance. that They wanted to achieve this. And one thing I'm going to mention, do you guys remember a few years back? I think it was back in 2014, about six years ago when the airplane was shot down that had all of the virologists and stuff on it that were studying AIDS. Do you remember that at all? I don't even remember uh, hearing was about that. that. No, I, no I, I vaguely remember something like that as far as the Malaysian. Was it the Malaysian flight? Is that yeah, what you're referencing? Okay. I've heard other things. I've heard other things about down. that. I never heard about that being no, the, shot the, down. The Malaysian flight was shot down. It was a cover-up, but I mean, there's probably a lot of conspiracy theory behind it, exactly who was on board on that. But they know that they were high ranking. I've heard uh, anywhere from people with patents to uh, technological warfare uh, devices on that Malaysian flight to all kinds of other things, too. So I've never I mean, there, there was right. a lot of there was a lot of like, you know, conspiracy that was involved in that. But I, I, I never got down to the nuts and bolts of it. But well, well, about one hundred and fifty bacteriologists, virologists, and so on that were world-renowned, not only in that plane crash, but had weird, they were suicided, they had car wrecks. I mean, they got rid of about 150 people. And I think they did that because they, they got rid of the best of the best because they knew they were going to be pulling this thing that they're doing now, and they didn't want to have their, their agenda spoil. So anyway, this next paragraph, we're going to quickly cover it. I've been listening... Uh, to the, all of these things uh, for the past 20 years. And I'll just tell you this, the latter part of this, I was at the emergency room and I was actually doing some dishes uh, in between seeing patients. And I heard the history uh, guy say, listen to these next three words. And you know what? I wasn't even paying attention to the program, but I turned to look at the screen and daddy Bush was standing there and he said, we're going to establish a new world order. You know, that just put chills down my spine. And, you know, we, we went ahead and I started really looking into it. That's when I got to looking deeply at how much we're being lied to because it, you're going to be better off to think everything that you're told is a big fat lie in one way or the other. And then down through here, I kind of like this. My mom always said she couldn't stand a thief or a liar. I uh, don't like being lied to. You remember a few good men, Tom Cruise's attorney, Jack Nicholson, Marine Colonel. He basically lost it, screamed at the top of his lung, you can't handle the truth. 
Well, that's how that's how it is with us and the government. They're treating us as though we're mushrooms, keeping us in the dark and feeding us bullshit. Okay. Then this paragraph said, I have two different tracks of thought, not sure which is correct or blend of both. Okay. Now, this is very interesting. Do you guys know anything about this guy named Frank Plummer? No. Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I told you. This is going to be mind-blowing for you. Frank Plummer was in charge of the um, the level four bio lab that was um, right now. I'm, I'm kind of drawing a little bit of a block on that, but scrolling down through here, uh, let's see if I can see the lady. Well, let's come back up to here. Okay. Well, Frank Plummer was the director of the level four oh yes at winnipeg canada yeah there it was and uh he was the director for 14 years he had resigned from that position and was in kenya africa where the keynote speaker reported that he died of a heart attack but i'm a little suspicious that it was something else now in that same lab that he was the director this chinese lady named uh, q i u you can't even begin to pronounce that first name and her husband last name c-h-e-n-g they were escorted from the lab with a number of students they said it was for a policy breach and administrative matters public safety was not involved and as i say that i wonder just what the truth really was anyhow it was suspected some of these individuals smuggled samples of the virus to wuhan china now this is important guys look at this I determined the virus originally came from a bio lab in the Netherlands. They received it from Saudi Arabia. It had originally been obtained from the lungs of a man who died in 2005, and they were reported to be a coronavirus. Okay. Now, let's pause for just a minute because COVID-19 is not the only coronavirus. Right. There's a, at least four other coronaviruses then they cause the common cold and other things. And so anybody that's had an infection with some other thing other than COVID-19 will actually test positive for the COVID-19 because of a previous infection. Now, before we go on, I want to So that's sure like a permanent thing. So, so uh, just real quick, I'm, I'm sorry. Just yeah. to reiterate no, okay. that a little bit. Um, so anybody who has had, um, and a lot of people aren't informed on this. I, I was... Uh, informed on it later on whenever after the lockdown that coronavirus isn't something that's completely unique uh, it's just nobody had ever heard that terminology before that there were other coronaviruses that a lot of people had been in contact with in the united states uh, so that's, no, that's that's that's, that's yeah that's well that's well known knowledge now to just anybody who does a little bit of delving into um yeah. what what's happening now but what you're saying is which is really interesting to me is that people who have had other strains or I don't know what to call them strains of coronavirus. I can't keep this book up. Other families in the Corona family. Other. Okay. So other viruses in Corona family. Okay. You, you will still show some kind of positive testing for whenever they're even going into the COVID-19 testing, because you see that happen a lot. Like even in the NFL, like this is a huge thing. You have all these NFL players yeah. who test positive for Corona, but they're perfectly healthy individuals, which I know that they're high-performing athletes, which probably they probably have the best immune systems 
you know, they, you know, they have all the medical attention in the world. They probably have the best, like I said, the best immune systems out of anybody in the, in the United States, but they don't get sick at all from it. So they're not even really sick is what you're saying. Well, or yeah, they're just but testing positive for it. Really important. Okay. Let's, let's tie. This I just wanted to right verify that and go yeah. continue, continue. Okay. No, no problem. Listen up. This is very important. What I'm getting ready to tell you. Anybody that's had a flu vaccine in the last few years has a very high likelihood of also testing positive for the Corona, uh, the COVID-19. Did you know that? No. Is that because the a part of the vaccine is actually a part of the uh, coronavirus family? You know what? You, you know, your guess on that one is as good as mine. I just know that they test positive. Okay. Okay. All right, let's move on. I do not have verification that the virus was weaponized in a U.S. military lab. Now, Fort Detrick is our our military. I think that's in New Jersey, I believe. But they're all the time trying to weaponize, you know, insects and make things more virulent and so on. But the virus was weaponized in the laboratory in China, and they actually blended in four particles now i've got a mistake here in this article because they weren't four particles of hiv two of the particles were hiv and two of them were i believe from the sears which is uh uh you know the mirrors was middle east respiratory and uh, a sears was a sudden respiratory virus and other viruses but they were wanting to do what they called uh to increase the virulency and increase the ability to be able to be contagious. All right, and that's what they were trying to do. Okay, now this next thing, we don't know if it was accidentally or intentionally released in China. There was a story, they put it out in the wet market. Now that's only 300 meters from the level four bio lab and the initial victims had actually contracted the atom, the virus from the animals in the wet market. Well, that's all a, a great big lie. Uh, they were doing testing in China to find out what animals they could actually infect with the virus. But beyond that, it's kind of sketchy. Don't they say okay, that bats – real quick, don't they, say that, don't they say that bats naturally carry coronaviruses or any type of like flu-like viruses? Yeah, Or is that just do. in China bullshit? They do, and they're trying to – yeah, that's right. Now, here this next part is real interesting. Let me tell you about it, and then let, you can tell me if you knew about it or not. One of the things that came into play is that the World Military Games were held in October of 2019 in, of all places, Wuhan, China. Apparently, there were 10,000 participants attending, with representatives of the U.S. military also present. China led the most gold medals won. Uh, Japan was second, I believe. The U.S. didn't win any gold medals. They only had seven medals, silvers and bronzes. Now, look at that last sentence. The U.S. performances were so poor, in fact, that the athletes were referred to as soy boys. No, okay? And the other thing that I didn't even write in this article, but, but I'm going to throw it in now, is they spent most of their time down around the wet market trying to make little Asian babies and so on. So it was kind of uh, a messed up deal. You know, they didn't really go over it. And I'm suspicious they might have been infected with that virus and spread it, but but that's only a suspicion. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what you have to say on that one. Well, I'd be curious, like if they had any videos of the of of when you're practicing war games and shit like that. I know it was. Right, I didn't. But, I didn't know that they gave out awards 
for that it. It doesn't surprise me, but the, the fact— I, I thought that happened within your own country is that you would do a war games. Why would you want to be involved in— well, no, these... No, no, wait. I'm gonna have no, to. No, I'm gonna have to go farther into that because I've never heard anything like that before in my okay. life. All right. Well, ho hold on just a minute. Don't confuse war games with this because these were like competition for marksmanship, endurance, rock climbing. I don't know what all they were, but it was a competitive thing to see okay. which soldier could do it the best. It was almost okay. like an Olympics for the military. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. No, I've just never heard yeah, of it makes, before. That makes a lot more sense than I was no, like. Okay. We, we wouldn't do war games point. that are. Well, no, it's my, called my, world military games. My, my mind, my mind goes somewhere else whenever you say that. But I didn't know that we even did that at all. This is literally the first time I've ever okay. heard about anything uh, right, well, of that I, nature. I, remember but. what I told you? I said I was going to blow you away. Here we go. It's rather controversial regarding the five G electromagnetic radiation. Uh, I am going to tell you guys this, based on what I'm finding and, and you know, going along with the earth thing and, and, and Dr. Sinatra's son and like that, there are many people that have a hypersensitivity to the electromagnetic radiation, and that's something that I'm studying to do some consulting on to try to help people deal with that issue. But anyway, the 5G is quite damaging to plants and animals. We don't want it. We don't need it. Let's not get it. Let's destroy it and get rid of it. It's ranging from 3 kilohertz to 300 gigahertz, usually in the range of 30 to 300. Now, look at this. It's my understanding it's the same type of energy used in the Gulf War to subdue the Iraqi soldiers, okay? And I've seen videos of trains in the California area carrying uh, what they call APC, armored personnel carriers. They had laser mechanisms and high-energy weapons mounted on them. That concerns me greatly. Some months back, I was puzzled as to why we were having flocks of birds falling out of the sky. Sometimes it's difficult to determine the cause, but I think there's a direct correlation with the testing of microwave radiation. Okay, now this next thing is going to blow you away, too. You've heard of the Spanish flu of 1918, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, well, guess what? It wasn't a flu at all. If you look at this, it was a come out of Fort Riley military base. It was a meningitis vaccine right here. And they were giving, they cultured it in horses. It was a bacterial infection and not a virus. They just called it a Spanish flu. The soldiers traveled all over Europe by ship and train spreading a bacterial infection throughout Europe. And there were three different series of shots that they gave these guys and then they sent them on their way. So now whether they were using a biologic warfare or not, your guess is as good as mine there, okay? Any questions or thoughts on that one? Well, I had read, when I was reading this article, you had said something about that's when radio waves were first coming out as well, that that might have had something to do with the right. Spanish flu we're as gonna, well. We're going to get into that here a little bit further. This next paragraph is really important. The high concentration of infected visuals initially were Seattle, Washington, Wuhan, China, Milan, Italy, and also New York, as well as Iran, and also Greece. I don't have that in here, but I found that later. And Wuhan was proud of being the foremost developer of 5G. They were trying to have driverless cars and everything else. Okay, now this next paragraph is really important, so focus. Okay, the 5G radiation is causing a disruption of the oxygen molecule, so it can't be utilized appropriately by the lungs. It's also degrading the immune defense mechanisms in individuals. Okay. Now, did I tell you guys before about this Elon Musk with his satellite train or not? I can't remember. No, we never got into that. Okay. 
All right. Well, this is important. Several weeks ago, prior to that April 15th, when I was writing this article, I was sitting in my hot tub right outside here, and I was looking at the western sky, and I saw a satellite going across, and I thought, well, that's a sat is that a satellite or a plane? I thought, no, it's a satellite. And then all of a sudden, there was another satellite, and I said, well, that's weird. Two in a row, one right after the other. And then another one, and then another one. And it, it scared me, and I, I counted 26 of them a few seconds behind each other, moving in a straight line. I thought we was maybe being invaded by aliens or something. I even called up at Whiteman Air Force Base to see if they knew anything about it, and they didn't, and so on. Anyway, I investigated it, found out Elon Musk is, has put these satellites up into space with rockets. At that point, he'd sent three into space, each carrying 60 satellites weighing about 500 pounds each, about 300 miles above the Earth in what's called low Earth orbit. And they have an ion engine on board that pulses every 90 seconds, wanting to boost the satellites out to 400 to 450 miles above the Earth. Now, the purpose of these satellites is to beam the 5G radiation to the Earth. I was astounded when I found that FCC had given him permission to put, look at the number here, guys, 42,000 of these satellites up into space. Now, does that sound like it's something that we should be doing? I mean, it just there's always been a shit ton of satellites, though, up, up there ever since we've had that technology. Like, that doesn't... Yeah, but look at that number. 42,000 more? I bet that's a lower number than what you think, though, is what I'm trying to say. Like, compared to how many satellites actually exist. Like, it's, well, it sounds aggressive. 42,000 sounds aggressive, but I bet I'd be... You'd have to look into how many yeah, satellites yeah. exist right now, but I bet it's a crazy amount. I think what you're really getting into okay. is the, the, the purpose of the satellites. It's not the amount so much. It's, it's the... Well, that's, uh, that's an, yeah, that's an important point. Now, look at this one. Okay, um, the astronomers all over the world are upset because they can't view space without the interference of satellites coming across their screen. It's also been stated they, they have plans on putting one million, those one million ground-based antennas that will be linked to the system. Now, these are millimeter wave transmission. They don't have the ability to go through solid objects such as trees, buildings, and even rain will block them, so they have to be close together without obstruction. So they'll be on, on mailboxes, telephone poles, street lamps, what have you. Uh, anyhow, uh, some of the guys in the UK are kind of irritated about this, and I've seen some videos where they're actually catching these things on fire because they don't want them. Okay, let's see that. Being coping. And then I put here, I was watching a video of David Icke being interviewed, uh, Andrew Kaufman. I uh, was telling him about what Doc, he was maybe some exosome. Before you go in there, before you go in, I just want to, for anyone, 5G is it's happening right now, right? And I just, literally when you're driving, just look. Just look left, look right. When you're on a 30-minute drive, and just see how many 5G towers are already up. It's absolutely insane. When I drive in the city that we live in, they're literally on water towers. Every single water tower that we have, there's 5G. I took a drive to somewhere I've never been. It was a 45-minute drive. Uh, and it was out in the country, and you just see these towers that I've never seen before. I mean, I've never been out there, but now I, I can recognize what a 5G tower is. What I'm saying is, you're not wrong. There's a million of these things going up in the United States. They're everywhere. Continue, I'm saying. I, I am going to, yeah. really quick, though, I am going to play devil's advocate here in the fact that, look back at internet articles, 
people have been freaking out about 3G, and people freaked out about 4G as well. Mm -hmm. This is nothing new. People have been panicked about these things for a long time. And then it turns out everything's okay. I'm not saying that's the case with this one. Right. I'm just saying you got to. I'm playing the other side. You have to take. For sure. I hear you, but wait, wait till you see the other article if we have time to get to it. We might have to do part one, part two. I don't know. Anyhow, um, Sophia Smallstorm. I was listening to her, and uh, she recommended this book, AIDS, Opium, and Diamonds, and I did get that and read it by a, by Nancy Turner Banks. Uh, she's a, a black gynecologist, and uh, she doesn't believe that the AIDS virus ever existed. None have been identified or isolated. They only tested once again for genetic particles. They say came from these viruses. And so she said that there were like 29 different diseases that they stated, kind of like the COVID thing. Everybody was dying of AIDS. Okay, next thing, Kaufman says that these are small vesicular uh, packages really are like the viruses and they've got it backwards he calls them exosomes they're actually extruded from cells that have been under attack and just in, in a normal fashion the attacking agents are varied because by a virus bacteria asthma stress radiation chemical exposure electromagnetic radiation the exosomes have the same appearance under the electron microscope as the coronavirus they're named corona from the latin word meaning crown due to their appearance of a crown Okay, uh, this is kind of interesting here, and I and we can save a little time, but in that book they were talking about they were trying to show how difficult it was. They thought it was going to be pretty easy to get somebody that had a contagious disease, just let's say strep throat, and to get it to somebody else. They actually put swabs in the one guy's throat, put them in somebody else's throat. They had them sitting across from each other, coughing, trying to to get the disease process to the other person. They ended actually drawing blood and, and, and putting it into the person's body and it still didn't work. That, that's kind of what all is in here. And uh, so anyway, that's kind of what that is. And if you don't have a question on it, uh, I want to I do this last paragraph here, but go ahead and tell me if you got any thoughts on that difficulty to transmit from one person to another idea. No, no, that's that's really interesting. Um, I mean, it, it it sounds weird just talking about the one study between just two individuals. I feel like you would need a lot more information. Like you would have to do that multiple oh, no, times. That, no, like they, as far they, as the scientific study goes. No, they, no, they did it. They did it with lots and lots of people. Okay. It wasn't just you know one one person another. It was a big study. Anyhow, okay. that paragraph there is really important. Uh, because these people were being given anti-AIDS medication that was causing anemia that was leading up to the demise of these individuals. It's Hold on, real quick. Who, who, was getting, huh? who was getting the anti-AIDS medication? The, the, el the elderly people that were coming into the hospital. That, that had COVID? Were, first of all, they were being put on ventilators. They were giving antiviral things that was causing anemia, and basically they needed their, their red blood cells to carry the oxygen, and the, and the medicine they were getting was destroying that, and they referred to it as blue death because of the cyanosis, or blue colors of the lips of the person that was being oxygen-starved. But these were, patient, didn't get it correct, these, these were patients that were diagnosed with COVID, right? Correct. So what, yeah. what I'm curious about, and, okay. and I think I think it's very interesting that you bring that up, is the fact that Johnny, you and I were discussing the other day, and I didn't know about it yet until Johnny had told me, was the fact that in in Australia, 
um, people who were receiving the vaccine were testing positive for HIV. They have similar. Uh, no, there's anti there's HIV antibodies in in the yeah, vaccine. No, that's what we were talking about. What I'm saying is so that what, coronavirus and HIV have similar. I can't. I'm not a scientist. I don't know the fucking words for it. They have similar. Uh, how does HIV and coronavirus have well, similar anything? Like that that's what's crazy to yeah, me. No, Why is that that crazy? No, Tons no, of viruses remember, have remember, similarities but to other HIV viruses. HIV and coronaviruses they're on two different spectrums. That that, that's absolutely that insane. No, what do you mean it doesn't matter? No, 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 that no, listen, completely listen, matters. Listen to what I'm saying. Tons of so like hey, oranges hey, listen, are a chiral. Well, I'm going to let me finish what I'm saying to Paul here first. Oranges are a chiral okay. of uh lemons or, or it's limes, one or the other. The point is that a lemon and a lime are farther apart than a lime and an orange. That doesn't make any sense to us because you would whatever. But that's how genetics and DNA and stuff. I think works. it's hold on, but and I think it's the it's, same for viruses. No, I, I completely disagree in the fact that when you try and compare HIV to coronavirus, and, and I'm not a virologist or whatever you call it, to even to make that. But my common sense tells me that um, the PCR test, which is the original test to test coronavirus, is made by a guy who had AIDS allegedly or HIV and he made the test and that's the test that they use for coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So that my common sense tells me that that's probably why we're seeing similarities. They're completely two different viruses. I don't know, doctor. I don't know. Okay. But, but don't, don't lose. Here's what I wanted to say. Don't lose tr uh, track of, of the fact that they put in some HIV particles into this virus that's man-made. It was made at the University of North Carolina by Dr. Xi, and I might have that in my other article or something, but but that's a fact. And she basically was fired from there, and she then took it and took it over to Wuhan. But anyhow, let's move on through here. Um, okay, this this here is an important paragraph. Uh, you know, they were the doctors were getting pushed to cause everybody dying of COVID-19, test everybody. People that were being shot by guns, COVID-19 death. People car wrecked, COVID-19. And so they really skewed the thing way the other direction. Okay? Now, something here is kind of interesting. I'm going to tell you this. Um, let's see. Oh, wait. I called the lab at the ER where I'd worked in the past. So this is something I did. Asked, how are you testing for this virus? This is up in Brookfield. The technician said they did not do the test there. They did a nasal swab, sent it to the reference lab for procedure. Okay, now really important, and I, and I want to throw it in right now. My nephew did some stuff he should not have been, and he was, he was in the local jail up in the Kansas City area for several months. They did two different COVID tests on him, and they shoved a swab way up in his nose. I think they're inoculating from that. That's only my suspicion. But he said, Uncle Duffy, I'm going to tell you what happened. I had a big sore all up inside my nose, and I had pimply things break out on both sides of my nose down through there. And I said, well, Will, thanks for telling me about that. I thought it was pretty interesting. So you put it all together, and there we go. Okay. Um, all right. Now, right here is an important paragraph, Paul. You were talking about the PCR test, that the, you know, the, the chain reaction that, that is not even supposed to be used to, to test for the virus, but that's what they're using. Anyway, the other thing we, well, this is important. The test, the antibody test shows the antibody to the virus after you had an illness. Four negatives in a row were required in order to be truly negative. Also, the test can produce a myriad of false positives for such things as falling for HIV positive patients. And look at all these things down through here. I'm not gonna read them all, 
you know, there's nearly 50 things can cause a false positive. Now, this paragraph is my own thoughts. I think the goal is population reduction, eliminate the elderly, no longer productive, costing a great deal of money. I think they want to eliminate our currency in favor of digital, digital control. They want to track every purchase that we do, how much you paid for it, no privacy, restricted travel. Look what they're doing right now. Big Brother overseeing population everywhere and manageable. And the last thing, in-game, forced vaccination, and even Trump saying, well, we're going to use the military. We're going to bring it out, and they're going to do it. I'm going to give you a pause for comments. Uh, I mean, in all fairness, our government's been doing shady things like this way before COVID. Um, but And I don't even know if this is the pinnacle. But no, th this one's really bad as far as control so whenever okay uh, i'm going a weird way about this whenever you go into what is still considered a conspiracy theory right now you you have to still call it that you can't call it um you know this is anything uh, outside of it in in my opinion because just how things are viewed you can't but, even watch the mainstream media and say that that's actual facts so i, I don't but, even know what a conspiracy is even but basically uh, in order to have a conspiracy theory or what you're talking about right now is the very first thing that a, a person like me who had never heard of anything before, I need motive first. And then there is very much motive for, for all this. There is high-level motive involved in all this. Um, I personally, um, I own stocks and I'm fairly interested in, um, in money and, and things of that portent and, and how money works. And if you saw how much the 1%, um, and, and in my opinion, the people who actually run the government aren't really the government. It's the 1%. I believe we live in a corporate oligarchy. They gained exponential amounts of more control. Trillion dollars, actually, all together. Um, yes. Everybody else is being laid off. You know, the average everyday man suffers, becomes more of a slave, and then they gain more power. So I, I see the motive. I see the motive here. For, for all of this. It's just the minute details that, that you need to be careful with, in my opinion, as far as, as far as getting there. So that's my comment on that. And by the way, Doctor, you, you run through this, like, really quick. Because um, there's just a lot of information, which you've already gone over. But, like, maybe for even, like, me sitting back and listening to it or our viewers, maybe, like, a little bit slower maybe maybe could be a better thing. But that, that's, so that's my comments on, on all that. Okay. Well, we'll go a little slower. The next thing I wanted to talk a little bit about are the chemtrails, the being sprayed with aluminum, barium, strontium, lithium, desiccated human red blood cells, dog feces, and viruses. Okay, I hadn't been able to see the COVID-19 place in the atmosphere, but who knows? And then down through here, Monsanto and DuPont manufacturing seeds that have built-in insecticide, causing our pollinating insects to be decimated should be known that our honeybee population is down by two thirds of what is normal. We only have one third of the honeybees left. And there are approximately 120 plants, such as the pecan tree, absolutely dependent on the honeybee for pollination. Albert Einstein said, if the honeybees become extinct, then mankind will become extinct in the next three years. There's a really okay, interesting documentary on, on that that came out, um, that's actually on Netflix that came out uh, a while ago. This is years ago. maybe five plus years ago about uh the honeybees going extinct is really that's been and that has been a thing for a long time which yeah, is a perfect example of yes. that is the fact that you have an albert einstein quote 
the honeybee thing has been going on for a long time. It's nothing new. Yeah. Any, anyway, I don't yeah. think he was saying they were going to extinct. He's oh, saying no. if they went extinct, then yeah. Yeah. Mankind that's the whole point. No, the, the honeybee, the honeybee issue has has been a thing. That's been around for a long time. Yes. All right. Next paragraph. The government has plans to institute mandatory vaccination. If you don't show a card or have other, some other identification that you've got your vaccination, you're not going to be able to do anything. Buy gas, go into the store, buy food, whatever. You go into Walmart, they're going to say, do you have proper authorization to be here? What do you mean? Well, have you had your vaccination? No. Okay, well, go over there and get it. That's what's going to happen, the, in my opinion. Okay. Hopefully okay. that's the so point I'm, where I talk about stands up. I want to talk about that a little bit. Hold on. Before you go into Jesse, I just want to describe a little bit of what I've seen so far. And and when I read that paragraph earlier, Doctor, I was kind of a little weary about it. But then I read a little bit more and I, I saw what you were saying. And the fact that it's not going to be mandatory vaccines. Um, they don't have to do mandatory vaccines. Trump comes out and I was extremely scared of Operation Warp Speed. I was uh, people manipulate videos and they make it seem like this is going to be a mandatory thing. It's, it's definitely not because they don't have to make it mandatory. Like you just said, in order to buy gas, you will have to have a vaccine. In order to participate in everyday life, you will have to have a vaccine. You don't have to take it. You don't have to have it, but you won't be able to participate in society. We already see this in small instances, right, with Ticketmaster coming out and saying, hey, you're not going to be able to come to our venue unless you can prove that you've had a COVID test within the past 24 hours or that you have been vaccinated. That's just one that's just Ticketmaster. They, they were the ones to jump in front of the train, and they are leading the train with everyone else that's going to start trickling down. You look at when COVID first started, when COVID appeared on the face of the earth, there is almost nowhere you can go in the in, in the United States, let alone the world. I don't know about the world, but the United States, where you cannot enter a building without having a mask on. That's just a, That's just a small scale. Tell me that you're not going to be able to participate yeah. in society if you don't have a vaccine. Okay. Because if if you're saying no, then man, you got yeah, something this, coming. This this comes down to, and this is this is a big gray area issue. Is what you're getting into right now, because like for the longest time, um, you couldn't fly into Africa. Or you you I'm probably you probably still have to do this. Like in order for me to go into certain parts of Africa, you have to be vaccinated for shit. But that's for my own safety. Like because they have a bunch of diseases that is in their biome that I have not been exposed to. And that's actually very effective as, as keeping travelers alive to go over there. Unless Dr. John Muir has something other to say than that. I don't know. Or somebody else here has something other to say than that. So that's very useful. But I think what, what everybody's really getting at is that this is about control of people and the government gaining control through fear mongering, um, mainly. And it, it's, it's a really difficult gray area because they're throwing in the general public's face and everybody, every, the, the average everyday person cares about the person uh, around them, like being a good neighbor, those kind of things. So if there's something I can do to prevent somebody else from being sick, of course I want to do that. I don't want to put anybody else at risk, you know, or, you know, a, a greater good kind of thing for human beings. But when you're, but, wait, the, hold on, but what, what you're really doing is it, coming down to the core of this. There's no core, man. That, there's an MNR, an MNR, uh, or vaccine is what they're doing. And again, like I said, last year, it was not even thought possible that this vaccine would be implemented into a world population for years to come. I think that was last year. Now it's actually being put into people. They are rushing this shit. And yes, I completely agree. If I'm going to go to Africa, I probably need to take some shots. I'm, I'm completely if, on board with that. But you're rushing something 
that is literally making people test positive for HIV in the UK. People, the ages of 16 and under are, are, they don't have to take the shot. Women who are pregnant don't have to take the shot because it has something to do with the, the, the vaccine will attach to the placenta. Like, dude, this, all the like, shit you can find, like, like it's nuts. I'm, I'm more on, on the page with you right now about this than I probably ever have been because you know how I feel about anti-vaccination and all that. We've had podcasts on this, but as far as the way that the government is going about this and I, I am a libertarian. I hate the federal government. I say it proudly over this mic almost every time that I do a podcast. Um, I, I cannot, you know, the, if there is some mandatory thing, which can't happen because there's too many red blooded Americans, you know, Southern Midwestern Americans that'll go up in arms and you got to fight them. And they're, you don't want to fight them. Like <laughs> you don't want to fight. You don't want to fight them. Um, I believe in freedom. I believe in the government not having a say in other people's life. People should have the freedom to live their life the way okay, that they so want to you, live. So it. you sit there and you say that, but then there was a uh, a lawyer. I forget his name. Mother, uh, damn it, he's a prominent lawyer. I forget his name, and he says we don't have a choice whether or not we get vaccinated. No, or we not. absolutely have a no, choice. No, 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 no matter what. No, no. He he specifically no said what, we have a choice, and and and, and people will argue this, but there is something within the Constitution. I forget which which fight it was back and forth. You know, there's a big. Paul, you have a choice. You cannot let someone stick you, a needle you in your can't, arm. You can't no. ever tell he another said, individual no, you it, don't have a choice in this matter. And this they is can, this is again, this is a prominent doctor within the federal government, and I know I know he's government and shit. But he said when it comes down to a paid off piece of shit. When it comes when it comes down to a a state of emergency within states, states have the power to take you from your house and actually inject you with something because so good luck. Like, once again you have a choice i have a i have a gun good luck yeah good, good luck. luck it shouldn't good come luck. down it shouldn't come down to that though but continue good luck, good luck with that good luck with your your paperwork whatever yeah. was signed That's, saying which I, is, I have so to live my life this my, way good my point my point with all that is it's going to come down to because like jesse I'm coming just off said, too harsh because that's it, yeah like jesse so said weird this is a very intense gray area subject sorry continue. like jesse said there's a bunch of red-blooded that americans right who won't let that kind of stuff happen. So what it comes down to is how deceiving, how sneaky, and how convenient the government can make it. Because if it's a process to go through, people already don't like going through stuff that's not easy to fucking do. And people have that, I want to go to a concert, right? Oh, well, now you have to get vaccinated. So on one hand, you're going to have people who are going to be like up in arms about it, and they're going to be like, I won't do it. So now the concert loses out on money because people won't get vaccinated to go. But what if they make it so convenient so ease of access that it's it doesn't matter if it's mandatory people do it because we give up our rights the same as we gave up our freedoms by using facebook and all these other online things because of convenience so now next thing it's like hey you're about to go into walmart you don't have the vaccine come over here do this it takes 30 seconds and now you can shop it comes down to how much they're going to trick us into it because if it is brought on as a mandatory forced from your homes kind of thing that will not work that will cause revolution and revolt now you all of a sudden provide it as an easy access service, then you will have people who just honest to God, don't care. They just don't care. They're just like, I want to buy my fucking Pringles from Walmart. So yeah, I'll do this 30 second thing. It's supposed to save my life anyways. That's where you run into the issue is how deceiving and how s trickery the, there is. The in evil, all the evil is getting smarter. Yes, is exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. The evil is getting said. smarter. So the at the end of the day, the, the problem and, and isn't all this other, all the, whether the vaccine's this or whether the vaccine's this or whether the virus has this in it or this. I mean, yes, all that's important, but that's all so above the average person's means, you know, to figure all that stuff out. But what we can figure out is like, hey, do, do I really need to do this? Do I actually have to do this to function in society? And if they make it 
super fucking simple, like Facebook and terms of service and all these other things, and they make it just, oh, right outside the door of your local gas station, stick your arm in this machine, here you fucking go, and now you can go into the gas station, that's going to be a problem. What, what, man, the, the saying, um, the greatest trickery the devil ever did was convincing everyone he doesn't exist. That's yeah. I, I apply yeah. that, that with our that government. That pretty much sticks. I, right I will to apply that directly to our government <laughs> right now. So they're not doing yeah. anything bad, man. They're out for our best interest, even though unemployment's, you know, super yeah. high, uh, and all of a sudden the one percent right. just you know doubled, doubled, you know, all their money. So you I don't. Know, I don't think left, you'll you'll you know? never have someone come to your door, Paul. No, no, I'm not worried about. Have, I'm not worried about that. I'm well, just saying well, that no, won't not, happen. Maybe not in your lifetime, but then you have to worry about your kids' lifetime. Yeah. Because yeah. what what happens? You they know, keep taking freedoms and keep taking yeah, freedoms. Yeah. If, and if keep, it keeps going down this road, at some point you do get to some scary, scary things like that, like fascist societies and and all that. And but. it's all it's all a, it's all a scale of how much that can they take from us, but us see it as a service. How much convenience? Right. Which is, there, is what we've always talked about on the podcast. No, we've, we've talked about that. It's a pleasure versus pain kind of ratio. Yeah. And if there's enough, they're teetering it, man. They're yeah. teetering it for sure. They're right on the edge, but so far they can't flip the script though, yeah. because that's when societies fail. Is whenever they go too hard, and then all of a sudden the hierarchy has to come down and then reestablish. That's not what they're looking for, so they need to do it slowly. So anyway, Doctor John Ure is still on with us. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in about five minutes. <laughs> oh, I, I've been enjoying hearing what you guys. I particularly like where. That's really an intensive shade of gray. I like that comment. Yeah. <laughs> an intensive shade of gray. It's, man. Um, anyway, that next paragraph there, uh, Bill Gates, you know, he actually gave a lot of vaccines in Africa that sterilized a lot of the women and it caused a bunch of problems. I don't know if you knew that. They yep. actually paid the families for the damage. And it was not just a little bit of sterilization. It was a permanent sterilization of the females. And uh, I said, you know, hygiene, clean water, healthy living, and so on. And then this next paragraph, don't be looking at your radio, your TV, mainstream media. They're trying to scare you. And they're wanting to scare everybody in two, I call it the two Fs. They want to scare you by fear and food. We're only nine meals away from total anarchy. That's three days worth. And most families don't have more than a couple of days worth of food in their house. Um next thing is a really important paragraph if we're going to have any type of life we've known in the past the patriots of the world need to step forward say enough is enough one or two of us can't stand up against all the forces against us we'll have to have an army of millions with like-minded ideas in order to survive and i put it the last sentence too bad we can't get rid of all the politicians to a start over oh just vote just vote, right? No, that's, no, that doesn't work. Anymore. I know that. That's a that's called doesn't, a joke, Jesse. That's called yeah, sarcasm. Definitely a joke. For the people that didn't, I didn't pick up on the sarcasm. You didn't, I immediately. No, I, you I really immediately thought I was angry. serious? Just vote. No, yeah. I was. No. I'm sorry. I was a little a lackadaisical. I should have been more attentive okay, to what guys, you were saying, hey, but no. Do I, you remember when I said, uh, there, you know, this thing kind of built, and the reason I didn't change it? Well, that was a, this here paragraph. I'm not going to read it in law, but but I didn't want to go back and change the information. I just found more stuff became as i put there absolutely mind-boggling now this this is this kind of gets it and let's see where we go this guy uh this dr rashid buttar b-u-t-t-a-r like butter but with an a he's been doing fantastic work he's actually his son was autistic and he basically cured his son from chelation getting rid of the heavy metals getting rid of inflammation of the brain uh putting him on um, on a particular diet uh, no caseins, uh, no gluten, and so on. 
And so, you know, he's, he's really great. So ho hopefully you can look at him. This is what I wanted to show you. This is the Dr. She that I was telling you about. Spelled S-H-I. There's the last name, Z-H-E-N-G-L-I. She was working at the laboratory in North Carolina in the year 2015. And the purpose of their research was to make a super virus. They were working with samples they got from Fort Detrick. They wanted to create a hybrid to have a vaccine and that cannot have a vaccine developed for it. Their purpose was increased gain of function. Now that's the terminology they use or to increase the pathogenicity of the virus. And then Dr. Xi lied when she stated the virus originated naturally because it's recreated with what's called a chimera. A chimera is a mythical animal made from various parts of other animals. This is exactly what they did with this virus because they took the basic SARS virus, which is a coronavirus, and they inserted proteins from the HIV and the MERS virus to get the COVID-19. Their purpose is to make it more virulent. But when the government realized what was being done, they declared a moratorium on the research. At that time, Dr. Xi decided she would go to Wuhan to do her work. And this is important that Dr. Fauci, F-A-U-C-I, which he, he's only concerned with feathering his own nest. He is our enemy, basically. He continued to allow her to do research in the United States, even though the government told her to stop. At this point, it should be clearly stated the virus had its start in the United States. Okay, that's it. Pause for that one. I mean, it's not surprising that they would, you know, that Fauci would even have that type of power to allow her to continue to research without anyone else knowing about it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Let's go on. Now, you guys talked about the 5G. Now, my whole second paper, which... I don't think we're going to have time to get into it tonight, but it is dealing with the 5G. But let's take a look. And, at and they intertwine right somewhere. Dr. So so they fully intertwine somewhere between 5G and and the oh, coronavirus. There's absolutely there's no doubt in my mind as I'm sitting here in this chair talking to you guys. I know that the 5G is designed to be detrimental to us and they're selling it to us on the basis of faster download, increased gaming and so on. And once we get into it further, you will see it like I do. But now here it says the very important 5G plays the entire scenario. Remember I told you there's a web of great complicity with multiple environments. I've already explained how in all the major cities where the virus became rampant, they just rolled out the 5G. 5G rapes the immune system. In all fairness, what that could be coincidence because yeah. those are bigger cities. So those are bigger cities, denser population. I was going to say the same thing as Jesse there. That could, in okay. theory, just be non-correlative. Like you were Seattle. Right. Seattle's going to get 5G. Playing devil's advocate against yeah. what you're saying right here. You know, we okay. I, we well, still try to do that a little bit, but paradise. continue. Okay. What we're dealing here is electromagnetic radiation damaging to all living organisms. In Wuhan, there were no 5G signals in November of 2019. In December, they turned on 12,000 of the towers. 20 years ago, China stated their long-range program was for biologic warfare. They utilized a weaponized virus coupled with the harmful effects of the 5G signals. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm not going to go through all of these things here. They're available, you know, to be looking at later, but I just wanted to use this as uh, a little bit of a, a guide so that we can stay on track. Um, and this is you your know, condensed, this is, this is Dr. John Uris condensed um, 
thoughts and ideas on on how COVID nineteen yeah. where where it started and where it's going. Go. I like it, man. There I like go. it. This takes a lot of work, man. I don't think I could sit down and just oh, type this out. Well, good for you, man. Well, this, this I'm, particular I'm enjoying it. article. This this particular article, like I say, took took me uh, four days of research and four days to write it, and and I all these people that are mentioned in here, they all had good things to to put, and I, I blended it all in. Um, anyhow, in here, in conclusion, forget mask, gloves, eye shield, unless you're a healthcare worker. And I can tell you guys this: I was offered three hundred dollars an hour when this thing broke open back in, in April to go to New York City. Now multiply 300 bucks an hour times 12 hours. You know, I wasn't sure what was going on, but money is not worth my health. So I didn't just jump and run to go, you know, right out there because I'm still not for sure exactly what's going on. Anyhow, um, get good nutrition, plenty of water, vitamin C, zinc supplement, good rest, do not go around known positive cases unless you absolutely must. If you do not come down to symptoms, do not be tested. Stay home. Stay in bed. Do not take any ibuprofen. And that's an important point. The ibuprofen actually makes the symptoms worse. And then this last part's about me and so on. Um, let's see where, where we are at this point. Our time factor on the computer says 10:17, So we've been going a little over an hour, about an hour and 15 minutes. It was worth going over, man. It was worth going over. I I really enjoyed this. Well, but there's a whole lot more. Oh, absolutely. We're only about halfway into it, and I think we should put this as part part one, uh, part A, part B, part C, and do it successively. But I think it's really terribly important um, that we, we look at the next couple of things that I was going to view with you and let's take a look at what you guys want to do in the remaining few moments we have. Okay. Well, there's no time. There's there's no time constriction right now. So we're good. You just keep doing you. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to go over any other deep diving subjects, but like right now we're good. Okay. Well, if you guys want to keep going and then break this down later into some other parts, I don't mind getting through the whole thing. And we can do that. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Just I'm just a saying synopsis. I'm just you, saying right, just, right now you're fine. We're, there's no rush. Yeah, no. If we can, you know, okay. we're we're not on a, a super tight time frame, but we've already had so much information. And like I said, like next time, if, right. if you if you have this kind of format, honestly, to maybe go a little bit slower, um, just for you know, like myself and even the viewers included, to because it's so much to absorb at once so the next time that we go through it maybe maybe a little bit slower well, but you know all right well, i'm, I'm not what, a fast learner so let, okay let's let's save the 5g i've got a complete paper for that with the sensitivity to the electromagnetic radiation that could be a podcast of its own mm-hmm. let's take a look at the mask and then we really need to look at this dr uh, pierre cory k-o-r-y and let's touch on that. The mask article is only like four pages, and we can sum that up pretty easily. So let's see if I can find that rascal on here um, where it might be. Okay, that's not showing up there. So I know I stuck it I here think, on the. I was going to say, just, we could just, and, talk, just talk for a moment. Yeah, I don't, no, don't want to get into more yeah, articles yeah, per no, se tonight. No, no, we're good. Oh, you don't want to do that? 
Yeah, okay. no, no, right, we're, we're, we're good on that. We can kind of have a synopsis of, and, and just kind of, maybe that's not okay. the right word for well, it, but then, a conclusion, right. have a conclusion. And okay, then well, also, and, and for future reference, just whenever I try to talk to people about, um, uh, like, like I said, establishing motive is very important. So you can come up with, oh, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, this is the research I've done. Average everyday people won't listen to you because they, in their head, go, well, why? You have to give them the reason why. Which the motive and, right now is and, control. In yeah. control. So it's it's almost okay. important to establish okay. the motive uh, prehand right, well, for for. I'm talking about like if you go and just try to branch out and and use that amazing amount of research that you did to try to give it to other people. Uh-huh. Make sure to establish motive in some way or give them the why in in some sense because then right. people start to listen more more intensely to you once you establish that and yeah. then you can go over stuff like that. But you know that's. That's just my opinion on that. You know, but you're really doing a good job tonight. You guys have Thank done you. a wonderful job. Thank the you. dialogue and interaction has been great. This is going to be one of your best shows ever. We're not going to look at the article for the mask. We're going to go just de novo because I wrote it. I can tell you what it's all about. Okay. Mm. Should you wear a mask or should you not wear a mask? Okay. There's been a couple of times at the very beginning where I thought maybe, maybe I ought to in order to not have any hassle. I basically have dug in my feet and decided, no, I'm not going to wear a mask because they're telling me to wear a mask because it's nothing but a control game, and it's not going to do any good. Now, here's, here are the reasons why, okay? This is backed by the, by the teachings of a lot of different doctors, Dr. Buttar and Dr. Judy Mikovits, which is very, she's very critical in this whole thing because she's a virologist. They actually went after her because she was a whistleblower. She wouldn't do what they told her to do because she thought it was really not the right thing to do. So they put her in jail for like five days, ruined her career and so on. But that's Judy Mikovites. So Rashid Buttar and Judy Mikovites, and both of them have the same feeling about wearing the mask. Okay, now let's start off with this. Take figuratively and let's pull out a hair from the top of your head, okay? You've got the hair now. We're holding it here in front of our eyes, right? Okay, now start taking that hair and start dividing it. Divide it with a very, very sharp razor blade. And let's divide it till we're 1,000 times the size of the diameter of that hair. A thousand, one one thousand. That's pretty dog small, okay? Now, in these these, uh, uh, masks that they're talking about, the great mask that they want for the personal protection equipment and everybody's trying to sell these masks all over the internet buy boxes for them this and that and the other and you see masks everywhere by the way if you guys haven't seen it you've got to look at the movie john carpenter's they live have you ever seen that movie oh no i haven't but that's oh that's got rowdy rod piper in it though right is is that the one i'm thinking of that's a classic i've never seen it but that's i'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass that's that movie, right? There you go. You got to watch that. I've Maybe never seen it. I, I've already, always wanted right? to watch it. You know he died. No, Piper, no, yeah. you just Roddy. Oh, in real life. Roddy Piper. He he died in real life recently. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Great, I didn't know that. That's a great movie. And listen to this one. I want to tell you this. I was up in in or should say down in Berry Bear, Arkansas, this past week, uh, visiting some friends down there. And a gal named Carol and I went into a little restaurant called uh, the Ozark Cafe right up on the square of Berryville. We walked in. Everybody had their masks on. All the waiters 
waitresses, the people behind the counter, the cooks, everybody's wearing masks. And one guy back there at the cash register had not only a mask on, but it had great big teeth in it and like that. That's like, holy crap, it remind me of They Live movie. You know, yeah. it's just, you're going to have to see it. It's really in- interesting. So anyway, we sat down at the table and Carol sat across from me, just a little table that had four chairs. And we sat across from each other. The waitress came up and said, you can't sit across from each other. You have to sit next to each other. I was so pissed off. I just about got up and walked out of there to go someplace else to eat. But anyway, I stayed there and, and dealt with it. But anyhow, the, 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 uh, the P95 masks and like that, the smallest pore that they can come up with, the smallest hole is three microns, three microns. Now, the viruses are on the level of one-tenth of one micron, okay? So that amounts to the fact that if you put up a chain-link fence or put chicken wire over your, in your screens of your windows, you're going to keep mosquitoes out. No, no way. They're going to go right through there. Okay, so the next thing that happens is you're going to be developing two things that medically are these. Number one is hypoxemia. Okay, you're going to be decreasing your oxygen level. And people have been passing out. One gal on the Internet was was mad as hornets because her kid was in phys ed class and passed out because they made him wear a mask and do running or whatever he was doing. I don't know the details. But you definitely shouldn't angry. be running with a mask on. That's, yeah. that's, you know, that's ridiculous. Older folks, they can't breathe. We are creatures that need to be breathing oxygen, not breathing through a mask. Everybody that wears a mask and wears a property, because if you go into to the Dollar Tree or somewhere, they've got it hanging down around their chin, under their nose or wherever. And, and it always gets me, they take the mask off to talk to each other. And then when you go up to the counter to pay, They've got a plastic screen. You slide the money in. We've got a, a pretty dumb virus. It can't go through the hole, go around the edges, go over the top. I, you know? Man, and, I, I agree with you. I was at a casino where everybody was shooting crabs at a table, and we're all handling the same dice, you know, shaking hands, fist bumping, you know, you yeah. know whenever somebody hits a point. Right. We're all wearing masks at the table. I, I get yeah. it. No, and, then, it's, and, then, and then to it's, his it's right, they, it's a little ridiculous. And then to his right, there's little Paul Wall, and then I don't wear my mask and I get kicked out. So that's how that ended. <laughs> well, that's I didn't want to well, bring that up okay, at all. Well, like, maybe I did. I that can tell purpose. you my mask I deal. I was going up over by St. Louis. I needed to go to the to the salvage yard to get a fender for my car. I, and St. Louis is just a salvage field, right? That's all, <laughs> all of St. Louis. All of St. Louis is literally just a salvage field. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, man. Sorry. Uh, on the way over there, I stopped by Sedalia, and I was going to go to Taco Bell because I had some dogs with me, and I was going to feed some of the food to them. Not not that it was just dog food, but you know, and it was all lined up for drive up, and I didn't want to wait in line in the car, so I went to go in. It said drive up only. I thought, well, I'll go somewhere else to eat. So I started going down the road. I was going to go to Hardee's or something, but I stopped in Burger King. They make a pretty good hamburger, once again, for the dogs. And so there was no sign on the door. So I didn't have a mask on. I popped in, went into there, and the lady turns around. She had sprayed hair. It was all red, and she was obese. And she said, you can't be in here unless you have a mask on. I said, I'm not going to wear any masks. Just give me some food, and I'll leave. No, no, no. you got to have a mask. She said, this guy out here, you don't have a mask. I need help. They all come running out from the back. And they all basically jumped on me. And, you know, I'm just going to tell you this. If you haven't heard it from anybody else, you're going to hear it from me. 
when they're doing this mass type stuff, we have all the sheeple that are so, I say, damn dumb that if the government said, take your thumb, stick it up your ass, now stick it in your mouth, everybody would be doing it. No common sense. Following along, just a bunch of sheeple. Okay? So, now let's look at the hypercarbia. Hypercarbia increased CO2. Okay? Our bodies automatically adjust for our breathing. We need the oxygen. We blow out the CO2. We're not designed to blow it out, rebreathe it, and also the masks tend to cause you to have a stress reaction. When you have a stress reaction, the immunodefense mechanisms kick in. They basically use up the effects because you've you caused an artificial stress situation, and therefore, besides concentrating viruses and bacteria and the crap that you breathe out because everybody's using the same mask over and over then they take it off and stuff it in their pockets then they slap it back on because they want to make everybody happy in their cloth mask they're going to be catching a disease process more readily so that's the whole thing the masks are utterly useless okay so real real quick one thing i thought about because i i work um in an industry that requires a mask for me to be wearing 100% of the time, even before I clock in. Like, I have to be wearing it whenever I walk into the building. I have sneezed in that mask so many times, <laughs> and I literally, like, I take it off whenever I leave, right? So typically, whenever you sneeze, all of that, something has to exit your body because your body's rejecting it, all right? So, yeah. but basically, it's literally just kind of sitting right here on my face. Yeah. And I just take that off, and I'm just building up sneezes and just keeping it right at my fucking yeah. tongue and shit. <laughs> Now, I've never thought about that, but that's a little gross. I need to. I'm gonna go home and wash the one that I've been wearing <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, for yeah. the first time. Of all, because now I'm a little. Now I'm actually processing that thought. Now I'm like, eh, that's a little gross. I need okay. to. I need to all wash right. it. Well, anyway, you, anyway. Let's. Uh, uh, let's. Are we through with the mask deal? That pretty much sums it up. Yeah. 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 yeah no, we are. This. This was fantastic. Yeah. This was fantastic. All right. Well, now listen. This next part is really important. Let's do it, and then we'll we'll call it. Uh, call it quits for tonight okay if i can find it i'm going to do it this way to see if i can get him uh because i'm not sure exactly how else to do it we're going to just do this we're going to go into my gmail i i did that earlier and it worked let's see here come into my inbox click this off and let's see oh sent that's where the that's where the uh, the deal is here to Richard. Okay, all right. This is the COVID treatment protocol, and if you have time after I show you this, okay. Now is this showing up pretty good? We don't see anything. Can you guys see that at all? No, no. Mm-hmm. You don't see anything. No. no. Okay. Well, that didn't work too hot. It's on my screen, but it didn't work on yours. Okay. Well, we'll have to. I'll have to send that to you. Who am I going to send it to as a link so that you can see it and put it into the video? Send it to Paul, and yeah. then Paul will. Yeah. And I, I can right. send it to John. Give me, give me an email. Uh, I'll send you my email Not, over yeah, text. Cause yeah, because other, other, other people are <laughs> okay, going to listen right, to this, yeah, and he right. doesn't want his email getting email given out to a bunch of people. Send it to me, and then I'll send it back to you. Okay. It's pwiz at pornhub.com. 
<laughs> Paul Wall oh, at man. X Videos. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why that screen sharing thing didn't uh. work. Oh, let's see if this screen it's still activated. Like, you see that? There you go. Oh, uh, maybe you need to reset it each time. Oh, I there's all man. Picture, that's a bunch, that's of a dogs. bunch of dogs, man. I mean, my heart, my heart is fluttered a little bit. I'm all about dogs, man. Have you ever heard of a boatload of something? Well, yeah, this is a that's boatload it. Boatload of dogs. <laughs> uh, there's that's 17 awesome. little suckers there, and I just thought you might enjoy seeing that. Absolutely, man. I'm, um, I'm a dog lover. I, I got a German Shepherd waiting for me back at my house, yeah. so I'm, I'm a so dog lover, fun. man. Okay. Yeah, but do you have a boatload? All right. Well, now I couldn't handle boatload then, of German okay, Shepherds. Let's, couldn't do let's that. Let's do this. Let me let me just simply talk to you and tell you about what's going on with this. And then we can get some more stuff out to the people that are listening and like that, or maybe blend it in. But this Dr. Pierre, spelled P-I-E-R-R-E, excuse me, last name Corey, K-O-R-Y, and he's an MD. Now, what he was doing is I was going to try to show you an eight-minute video, but we're going to have to work on the technology and how to go about doing it. We can work on it when we're not recording and so on. But I just found this out Friday and it was very exciting to me, and I think it's been going on for such a short period of time. Now, what they're using is ivermectin, I-V-E-R-M-E-C-T-I-N. Ivermectin is an anti-helminthic. It's been around for about 40 years, and it's used, uh, I give it as a pace to the horses. It can be given to dogs for heartworm and so on at very low doses, but it's considered extremely safe but apparently it's a very, very effective medication for number one, giving it to somebody prophylactically to keep them from coming down with this COVID virus, okay? And number two, if somebody does come down with it, then there's another protocol to give them a certain milligrams of the ivermectin for a treatment. And there's some other things they give them along with it, such as zinc and vitamin C and so on. So that, that to me is a real game changer. That that's just fantastic and I was glad to see that. I and think I think if if we were if we were gonna I, and I know you and I had talked on the phone before this, if we were gonna talk about that, I think we would have to talk about it in depth. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> like I said, like I just don't wanna we've had a great video tonight, I just don't wanna get that pushed off because because we say something like that. We can't like stretch that. it yeah, too far. Yeah, we, we with especially well, how YouTube's you guys, dealing with things, we got to be careful with that. Well, okay. Well, what I want to do is at least be sure that the people that are listening to this podcast know who it is, what it is. They can research it on their own, take a look at it. If you guys want to, to share it more with the people, I'll be happy to do it in whatever fashion that you uh, see fit so that we don't have a problem with it. And then we also have the entire other paper that's terribly important that deals with 5G because you guys have a little bit of thought on 5G may not be so bad because everybody thought the other stuff was going to be bad and it look, look how nice it was. No, I'm out. all for it. I think, just, anyhow, I think doctor, if we, you and I, we just oh, need to talk on the phone and kind of discuss how we're going to like tiptoe around having that conversation you did, because we can okay, do it, but we good. just, honestly, we got to tiptoe around because it. Because YouTube is literally their own government. Like we're playing yeah. in, in, you have yeah. to think YouTube well, is a company that sets their own rules and, yeah. and yeah. we, we try to, even though it's still, it's the biggest, we've done whole podcasts on, on YouTube and how they, they approach things and how I think it's wrong, but it, yeah, that's the same thing. 
I don't want to go off okay. on that road. All right. Well, hey, listen. There's something that I do want to I wa do want to review with you that's terribly important here in conclusion. Let's talk about the PCR test. Okay, the PCR test is an amplification test. Right. Okay, and it's only for a small chain of of the the nucleotides, which I go into that in more detail on that next paper. Okay, and so if they go out to say 35 times they've amplified it and it still is coming up with negative, they go ahead and go up to 40 to 45 times. Finally, it comes up positive. It's like, okay, positive COVID-19. It wasn't positive. They took it out so far that they, they developed a false positive is what they did. Which the, Does that the, makes sense? Yeah, the person who created the PCR test said exactly exactly what you just said, that that was its purpose, was to magnify a virus just to be able to find it. Mm -hmm. That's how they found HIV. That's how they were able to detect it, the guy who oh, invented oh, the PCR that, test. That, that reminds me, this is terribly important. They have not isolated a COVID-19 virus. And that was that right. was based in, in July, the, the last time it was the FDA who came out with that article from the CDC, um, I believe. And I actually found that article and I actually posted it on my Instagram. I showed Johnny and Jesse, and they, they haven't came out and clarified that at all. You're right. They still have not no, isolated have, they, it at all. They have not isolated it, nor have they found a virus in anybody's blood. Right, Those so you, two things are terribly important. We'll post that in the link below because I have it. It's from the FDA's website. It's a 60-page article that you can read. I think I believe it's on like page 49 or 39 or something like that where they specifically say they have not isolated the virus yet. You're completely right. Okay, but, guys. Anything else that you want to think about, talk about, rehash? Because I, I think we've got a whole other podcast coming just with, uh, you know, this, this – uh, ivermectin treatment which looks like it may be a really big game changer um you know and then the 5g i think we need to hit that so maybe yeah. we can yeah, we'll it save those Absolutely. for next time the, the, the first one the first one i would love to do a, a more in-depth conversation because i have a bunch of questions on that which obviously yeah we can't we can't we, we can't we just can't hit we it can't end it on that that's something we have to start with yeah. like you said yeah we, we yeah that's that too much you, you you brought so much information it's we we need to refine this and slow it down a little bit is what i was initially saying to you earlier too <laughs> Refine it, slow well, it down think, a little bit. This is this is good stuff, Doctor Year. This is good stuff. We can keep well, talking I about this. Well, you know what? Your comments of slowing, more slow and simplified is important. I just knew we had so much material mm -hmm. to cover, you know, and people's how would I say their attention span short. Everybody wants to put out an hour to an hour and a half video. You can't watch them all day long mm -hmm. and we need to get it to what they call the sound bites. I'll tell you something's kind of funny. Here's the deal. Listen to this one. There is a, a wonderful little restaurant called Hometown Restaurant just over here uh, back on Highway 54, just uh, east of uh, Wheatland, where I used to work there in a clinic. And both the uh, husband and the wife, it's a family-run business. He works back in the kitchen. She and the kids do the waiting and stuff coming out there. His name is, is Richard. Her name is Joy. And what, what she said to me, Rich goes into it with great depth, really looks at it very intently. I want the cliff notes. <laughs> I yeah. That was yeah. Pretty funny. And we need, and we, and you're right. We need to, we need to start doing some, uh, some cliff notes 
for the podcast, but I don't think that we could truly do that yet until we have a larger subscriber base. That way it doesn't affect what I, I don't know. You and I will talk about it next time we're on the phone. And I'll tell you what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's neither right? here nor there. That's yeah. right. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. John, you're joining Talk Junkies again. A lot of great information. Third time, right? Yeah, third, third time. time. Yep. Third, third, third time, time if I'm keeping track correctly. Um, Johnny will put in the, yeah, in the links there. below where to find you and all your in your webs or your uh, the newswithviews.com and your actual website as well. We'll put all those links down where to find you. Okay, and then I've been telling tons of people about you guys, and, and you know it really kind of ticks me off that people are looking at how to welding twelve to fifteen thousand people looking at it, and things that are really important that they need to know, they're not looking at it, trying to find it, and that frustrates me. Mm-hmm. First, you're, just, you're just talking about society in general at yeah. this point, which is another whole another podcast. And believe yeah. believe you me, doctor, we talk about that every time we get off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. John, you're joining the show. Yeah. Doctor, have a, a blessed Christmas. Thanks for joining, man. I hope oh, yeah. You... Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. I can't doctor. believe it's December. Hey, how, how do you like the fact that you, you told me that you're going to do the podcast three hours ago for tonight? That's pretty good, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. We appreciate it, man. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. All right. Good night, guys. Take good night. care. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. John, you're joining the show again. Uh, like Jesse said, we covered a lot of ground in that. Um, if you guys have any thoughts or, or any anything that you want to put in the comments below of, of, throughout that whole podcast, definitely please put it. Johnny and I are on the comments. You know, we like to respond and reply. Johnny doesn't respond as Talk Junkies, but I'm not going to tell you what his uh, his YouTube channel is. I mean, because he's going to he's going to be he's going to be incognito. On the on the uh, on the comments. No, so. I, re- I, re- I mean I reply as my other YouTube channel, but I always put my name afterwards so that they know that I'm talking from Talk Junkies. Yeah. Very true. You do do that as well. But uh, um, a lot of good information right there. Um, it's always, uh, again, like it's just fun having Doctor Euro on, man. It is. That dude's full of just interesting conversation. That guy. B- but again, it's our duty to actually go through and, and look at that th- look at those types of things that we're talking about here and actually do our research. And uh, you got to look at it from both sides. And uh, you you know you guys both played. Uh, devil's advocate throughout the podcast in some instances and i think that is what we have to do to progress i think that's important you have to you can't even if i believe a hundred percent of everything that we discuss we're just as bad if you don't sit, play devil's advocate as the mainstream media you right. have to look at both sides and try to maintain i don't even think you have to go as mainstream, the mainstream media outlet but just at least trying to no, look at I, both I, sides. you're right i'm over exaggerating when yeah. i say mainstream media my you, point is you have to don't even say don't take everything we say as fact or everything that he's like do your own research and think of both sides. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So um, the best way you guys can help and support Talk Junkies, obviously, is uh, hitting that like button. Hit the subscribe button to all our junkies out there. Stay fly and ring the bell. And I'm going to piss myself. Oh, Woo! God, I'm about to literally piss myself. So bad. So bad. Why are you recording again? Because I'm going to piss so much like tech dispersed yeah everywhere through the upstairs oh shit give me a second here fam welcome ladies and gentlemen to talk junkies we are here in my basement in the middle of america the heart of america that pumps the blood and to each and every one of you souls and individuals in the United States is blood, if that makes any sense. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Blood man. moves the wheels of t- progress, whatever. 
Daniel Day Lewis. We make it happen here in here in the middle of America, which is that's just all I'm saying is we make it happen, man. Come, come, come to Except Missouri. Except for your football that was built in China. Yeah. Well, exactly. Everything's made in China. Hopefully that changes sometime soon, but uh, we'll see. Tariffs and shit like that. But uh, what's going on, everyone? What's going on, all our junkies? Jesse's a little tired over here. We'll see how he does tonight. Um, if if there was a Madden rating right now, uh, Jesse would be injured, and he would be on the yes. bench. Yes. But I think he's going to make it through tonight. And I will not say the the S word, the F word. Yeah, the S or the F word. So many people are confused right now. I won't say anywhere, any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I won't, man. That 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 intro last week was epic. But anyways, um, we're kind of free balling it tonight, you guys. Uh, the last like probably one hundred podcasts have been about, for the most part, maybe not the last because we've had some different podcasts about different things, mental health. Ninety uh, percent. Yeah, ninety percent have been about government and how we feel about it and just our ideas and stuff like that. So I think tonight we're going to try and do something a little different and uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, what's going on guys? Uh, absolutely nothing. I've been building a fucking PC for what feels like, like two days. Uh, so yeah, it's done though. Nice. It's done. That's what it's about, man. It's done gaming pc which has nothing to do with anything we talk about on we don't have to so. talk about the government we don't have to talk about crazy shit you can enjoy you build a gaming pc i went and got to go shooting with an old friend from college literally a guy i haven't seen in like eight years i didn't know that jeff lives right by me man yeah like right by me literally like a quarter mile it's crazy i've been walking with my kids and he's just driving his truck and i'm like what's up man what's going on what's going on in b-town dude um, <clears throat> what are you guys' thoughts, man? With uh, so I think the one of the largest industries for auto loans is fuck. I forget the name. Capital One. No, it's not Capital One. Damn it, I forget. But anyways, Ally Auto. No, no, it's it's a big bank. Okay. Um, it's not Wells Fargo or J.P. Morgan. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm Chase. Actually, that is J.P. Morgan. Anyways, <coughs> oh, they're not. They're they're uh, they're not going to give loans anymore. I mean, they're, they're done with auto loans. Good. Like it, the amount of delinquent payments on cars right now is absolutely astronomical. You know why there's delinquent payments on cars? Because they're, I mean, just probably because they charge you too much. No, because you give loans to people who can't make loan payments. If you can't afford like a car. Like all the teenagers, like all the teenagers that we know. Like, no, yeah, uh, no, we know someone who, specifically. Who make poor financial decisions. But hold on. Hold, we but, know, I'm not going to bring them up by name. Not going to bring them up by name, but we know someone specifically who went by their self and got super screwed over at a car dealership and ended up paying like $35,000 on like a seven-year loan for a like $28,000 car that's not even worth $28,000 as soon as you drive it off the lot kind of thing. That's Man, I've always said loans are garbage anyways and places should stop doing loans. People should stop taking out loans. And if everyone were to stop doing loans, then you get prices way lower on everything. Do you think that any, do you think, so in no way loans are necessary? No. If you were to completely, and people are going to be like, what? That doesn't make any sense. What about your house? Well, your house doesn't have to be $150,000 if you, if loans don't exist. Very true. Literally, you change, you make it to where loans are 
And obviously, I, I don't know much about this subject matter, so I'm sure some financial expert out there would be like, yeah, that can't work, which is fine. Tell me if I'm wrong. But in general, I feel like if you get rid of the loan process completely, like just banks don't give out loans. It's not a thing that exists. You can't get loans for cars. Eventually, nobody is buying these things, so they have to go down in price somehow. But then you're going to be like, well, that – but then everything goes down in price. I, it completely changes the economy. Probably for the better. I would assume. I could be wrong. I could 100% be wrong, and someone can explain to me, like, why that would be bad. But in general, I think if you get rid of loans – because, I mean, we all remember the 2008 financial crisis, the 2008 housing crisis, because loans have been given out to people who they knew couldn't pay these loans. They weren't giving them 15-year – fixed mortgages they were giving them 30 year adjustable it goes up after seven years and then after another seven years it goes up your percentage goes up even more and these people literally can't afford it but they don't care they're like credit score i don't need a credit score so i would like to do some a paycheck I, w- I don't need a paycheck here's a bunch of money we're gonna loan you i would like to go back and look back in like the 50s and 60s because there had to have been some sort of loan application or loan oh, process oh yeah where banks, people, banks were still around That's, yeah um just to see what it was like loans. then I'm sorry if I'm going to interject here, but I think loans are absolutely necessary. You you have to have loans. Loans are not some evil thing. Um, in order to get any startup business and 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 whether it whether it or not, it's like giving up like that's partial. An in, that's an investment, not a loan. Okay, but you still need loans somewhere. I don't think you need loans. Investments, yes. I agree 100% with you on investments. Loans, I don't believe what in at all. What if nobody believes in your idea? And then, you then believe it, so wholeheartedly in your idea that this is going to work? Then you better convince someone or you better come up with the money. I'm, I worked I worked very hard for my first car. Um, it was like a, a 1995 Sunbird GT. It was blue. It was my cousin's. I got a deal on it. I literally just had to put a battery in it, but I saved up that 600 bucks and I bought it cash, man. And I think that whenever, and, and then after I sold that car and I realized that I had to get a loan to purchase my next car, I'm like, well, fuck, man. And I went to a shitty place called Auto Now. They charge you like 20% interest on the car, 25%, something insane like that and crazy. And that's when I learned. I was like, damn, like this is what it takes. I'm, I'm 16, 17, 18. I don't have credit history and any, I don't have credit history. And I'm just like, well, fuck, what do I do? I got to go to some janky place like I don't know. And I got to get a car with 25% interest. And that's what I did. Or you could just I m- I buy that an $800 Saturn. car. I remember that Saturn. No, it was right? a Sunbird GT. Yeah, was Paul, it a Saturn? I remember you I, having that like purple Saturn. I did get the Saturn through auto now as well. And Paul, I got the just, minivan. Just buy an $800 truck. And I, I did. Buy an $800 okay. car. I, I, th- I think the difference is nobody should be buying a car on a very, like you put a minimum down. On a fucking car. That's stupid as shit. That, that's ridiculous. If, if you can't have, like, everybody wants the nicest, newest fucking shit, but nobody's, it, nobody's willing to fucking do what's actually affordable for you. Because it's, it's this image and ego fucking thing. Us as human beings, and, and this is the comparison between, like, how money comes in and how ego, uh, the human ego comes into play. It, it Definitely, this is the crossroads where it fucking happens. You're worried about how you're being viewed. You're not worried about finance because 
your your ego and you want the nicest fucking thing and this is how you want to be viewed you don't worry about finance anymore you you need to find this fine line like if you want some nice shit well then you need to unless you're already born into money or have the money for it like most people you don't have the money for it but you want it so what they do is they take out a stupid ass fucking loan for it I'm not saying that all loans aren't fucking bullshit. I'm saying loans serve their purpose too. Not for fucking cars so much. If you really want that $20,000 sexy ass fucking car, go and buy a fucking $2,000 beater, work your fucking dick off, go on ahead and start putting money away for it, and you can do it mathematically how, however it fucking works out. I want to get it, like details on this. Drive the beater, and... Whenever you can pay that car in full, you'll appreciate it 100% more. And probably you won't be getting the same car anyway because you respect the finance side of it. The difference is, do you respect the human ego of how you're viewed by other people and what you really think you want or what you can actually afford? And, and they, should, they should cross somewhere. You, but, no, yeah. I, agree. I was going to say, sometimes it's... And the ego is still involved, but I think it's not so much how other people but view you. But you need to have respect for your finances, yeah. first off. But and the ego's the, ego's the instantaneous, right? The problem I have is loans, are, loans can come in small forms, too. You can go to Best Buy right now, Paul. You can go to Best Buy. I wish Jesse was hearing this. He's walking around. He's walking away to take a piss or something. Oh, okay. You can go to Best Buy right now, and you want a new TV. You want a smart TV, 4K, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it costs, TVs have went down, so maybe it costs $800, right? You've got $800 cash. You can pay for it. But you don't want to put yourself in that kind of bind because for whatever reason, your finances aren't in control. So what do you do? You get the Best Buy credit card. You buy the TV on the Best Buy credit card with money that you don't have because you can't afford it. And then you're paying $40 a month for the next year and a half to pay off an $800 TV, which now cost you 1100 because of the interest on that credit card. You're spending 1100 on something that you just kind of wanted that is only worth 800 and goes down in value. That's the problem I have with loans. You should not be you shouldn't buy anything that you can't fucking afford. And if everybody did that, if Best Buy didn't do loans, if banks didn't do loans, stuff has to go down. Best Buy's sales would go down because they're not financing. cheating people out of money with all this financing stuff, so then prices have to drop. Um Whenever I talked about this initially and why I was like, man, loans aren't evil, I, I don't think small business loans are evil because that's – even though I think the system is a little fucked right now, but if you have a real – if you have a passion for your future and you don't have investors, what else are you going to do? So like, I'm, ju I'm just fucked, like, like Johnny said, though, the prices have to go down like, on I everything. Make, everything everything's so expensive right now. In order to do anything you, to, to – like if you wanted to open up a, a restaurant, like even – we'll go medium-sized scale restaurant – You'd have to have a million dollars. You would find an investor, though. Investors are a thing that exists. Yeah, investors still would exist. But even then, if, if prices were to drop because loans no longer existed, things would be cheaper and it would be more attainable. You know how long it would take me to make a million dollars? A very long time. But if we stop doing loans and the price goes down, then maybe I could obtain obtain that amount of money to open up my own and business. Someone, someone with money could give you that money and be like, Paul, you get this under control. You do your thing. I am risking this money because an investment is a risk. It's not a loan. It's a risk. They say, Paul, I'm going to give you $5 million to open this. But no matter what, for the rest of your life, while this restaurant exists, I get 30% of everything that comes from it. Yeah. 
Now, if it fails and you had a bad idea, they're out that five million, which sucks for them. But that's but now if it's successful and it's a good idea, they're making bank off that thirty percent ownership. That's the point of investments, and you do that instead of having a loan process where there's literally interest that goes to nothing except the person who loans you money. But then, but then you're selling a portion of your baby, basically. So get a loan then, and then what happens when you can't pay it off? Now you go into bankruptcy. Now sure. imaginary debt sure. is created because okay. bankruptcy doesn't bankruptcy Bank- doesn't pay back the people who invested that money. If you get a loan from a bank for ten thousand dollars and then you go bankrupt and you don't have to pay them that ten thousand, now they're just shit out of luck on the ten thousand dollars either way. So why have loans when you can have investments? Uh, I think loans. What what it creates is the idea of not having to work hard at all. Honestly, like you don't. Man, yeah. I can pay $40 a month to get this baller-ass 4K TV. Dope. Who cares if it costs me $1,200 instead of $800? Cool. And then I'm at this weird... Man, and then you know what? I broke my leg, lost my job, and now I can't afford the payment, which would be ridiculous because I'm talking $40 a month. But you can apply this to anything. You can apply it to a car payment. You pay $350 or $400 or $500 a month for your car payment. And then all of a sudden, you're out of work because, like Jesse always likes to say, if there's one thing that remains true in life, it's that change will happen. I'm misquoting you, paraphrasing here, but change is inevitable. You could lose your job. Stuff could go wrong. And now you can't make this car payment. Now it gets repossessed. Now it goes back to the bank. Now you have to go bankrupt. Now these things don't exist. And it's like... You could have avoided it overall. If loans just didn't exist, that would have never happened. Right. And then then you'd be forced into buying the fucking $800 car. And and we have to look at the bigger picture here and realize how much loans affect each and every single person that live in the United States. I'd be interested to see the numbers on how many people currently have a loan out just via themselves. And, and it, 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 it right. affects okay. everyone's maybe, maybe life. 2%, maybe 2% of loans are substantial and exist for a reason. Okay. I'm not saying 100% of loans are bad. Maybe there might be 2% out there. But in general, the loans that we have right now as the average consumer are garbage. Okay. Let me, let me rephrase this a little bit, and maybe this will help. If you have to take out a loan to own... A TV, you're a fucking idiot. If you have to take out a loan for a couch, you're a fucking idiot. That is your ego is weighing heavier because it's momentary. You want this momentary and you don't see the foresight of how finance and how you are interconnected with the two is not going to work out. Now, we'll say this on the other end. And, and, and I believe this a little more conservative more than a lot of people because some people still be like oh man i put you know fucking 60 percent down on my car and i and i still you're you're still over probably overpaying for that fucking car at some point i i have never made a car payment once in my fucking life i bought every car fucking outright that is the best way to absolutely do it cars shouldn't do it either in in my opinion whenever it comes to houses nobody can Mortgages are fine. Like there, I I know this for a fact. You could debate me all day long. How much? Now you shouldn't put down the minimum on, on a fucking house. You should have way more than the fucking minimum. My my rule of thumb, which I have not bought a house yet, but always been what has always been my rule of thumb is I won't even start looking for a house within the price range as far as the market goes until I know that I can pay for half of that house. Right up fucking front that I can pay for fucking half of that house. That changes a lot of fucking variables. A house, a house is an absolute fucking necessity. Absolute fucking necessity. We should all own property, even though we could get into other details about property and, and things like that. But you should own property.
property that is that is big, that is kind of the American dream a little bit. Now, what I was coming back to a small business. If you have a dream of something and you can't get investors, you should not be completely – if you believe in something wholeheartedly enough and are willing to get into a loan scenario – I, I think that's different. If you have a business mentality, and, and this is this is something different. So mortgage and small business startup, you should not be so afraid uh, of loans. But whenever it comes to a fucking TV, whenever it comes to a goddamn couch, whenever it comes to, oh, man, I, I really want this piece of fucking furniture, but I'm going to go to a rent-a-center for it. That is idiotic to me. And honestly, the car thing is idiotic to me, too. I, I, I have never made a car payment in my fucking life. I, I will never do it. I will never do it. Not fucking once. Uh, I, I promise you that right there. There is no car that I want enough. And first of all, I love my car. I have a fucking GTI that I've modded the fuck out of. Super dope. I know, I know there's like some small aesthetic fucking problems with it. I love the shit out of my car. Um, there is nothing outside of that where you need to start comparing your ego and what's important. Is it the momentary need a house is not a momentary need a small business is not a momentary egotistical need it is your dream it is your dream there is nothing wrong with dreaming of having a nice decent house in a nice neighborhood and is willing to go into a loan for that or or mortgage for that there is nothing wrong with having dreams of small business and you can't find investors so you need to get a $200,000 loan. But you're super motivated and you see this where you want to be. Nobody should be discouraged by this. That's where loans should come into play. You're drawing a line, though, and telling people. I am, I am drawing you're, a line. You're drawing I, a line. This, this is my personal opinion. Dude, I've never made a small business loan, and I don't own a house. I don't so have a more. you're going to have someone who it's, it's my dream. I'm, it's my dream to own the new, the new Toyota Supra for $60,000. That's my dream. So it's worth it because I truly believe in it. So I'm going to get that loan. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I get it for the small business side. I, tr- I really do. I understand what you're saying. I'm making a broad, very overgeneralized statement for loans in general. There are some caveats and there are some exceptions. But even then, you run into problems of, man, if no investors in the world think your idea is good enough, there's probably only, I hate to say this, there's probably only a 1% chance you're going to succeed. So what happens now when you... You have this crazy idea for a restaurant where they bring you food on the backs of sharks. Nobody wants to invest. That sounds like a fucking problem. That sounds like a headache. Mm. But you say you want to do it, so you go get a small business loan, and now you never make it into the black, and five years in, you're in the red, you can't pay your loan, and now you have to go bankrupt. Which probably happens a lot. It does. I, most, I business, most businesses fail within the... Se- I sorry, think, most restaurants fail within the first I think two the years. Over, the overarching idea, though, is if, if loans weren't to exist, and, and maybe we restructure the way that loans are implemented, and you still have the ability to give mortgages and small business loans, but you restructure the other part of all the other loans, credit cards, cars, TV, I mean, where, where you go shopping, shit like that. I think if you restructure that... I think that that makes more of an impact, and I think it's still at that point would still lower the cost of things. We have, if, if you want something that is okay, but so, right now, so, Jesse, the so, problem is it's so easily accessible. You could be sixteen, that, no, and I, I agree, I agree, I agree. A sixteen-year-old can go and fuck up their fucking future. They could study like, oh, gender relevant, whatever. Underwater and, basket weaving. Underwater basket weaving. Uh, on t- and they they majored in in gender studies that's not going to get you fucking anywhere in life you're just wasting money what if that's their dream though 
being being that young and all of our dreams change, I think that I love philosophy, but it's the same shit. But the like gender studies and my dream of like, but like you know, which it's not a fucking dream, but me wanting to really fucking understand philosophy. I love philosophy. I love philosophers. I I I love that, but there is no money in that shit. So you have to have that fucking balance. Any relevant in, in we get into this all the time. Like this is the game we have to play, right? This is the game we absolutely have to play. Sure, we hope we change it. Hope we all three here can be on board for hoping it changes for the better. But as of right now, you have to play by this game, and you can influence the game more through finances. And if you do shit correctly, because the one thing that we know through this quote capitalist nation that we're living in is that finances fucking speak. So why wouldn't you focus on finances and then some point in your life you're able to donate into, into the things that you find uh, meaningful and you're able to put money into there. And, and this is absolutely like the long run. Very Dave Ramsey right now. No, I'm, I'm, Which I'm is basing, good. No, I'm basing a, good a lot, thing. Of, a lot of beliefs off Dave Ramsey. I'm basing a lot of the beliefs that I have off Dave Ramsey because he makes very fucking good sense. Now, he doesn't go back and talk about like the gold standard and shit that we've, we've talked about with Pat and... Um, and shit like that, which are really good podcasts. If anybody's listening to this right now, you need to go back and listen to anything from Truth, Money, Freedom that we've had on here. It's really, really good. Really, really good. Uh, Pat and I'm sorry, I can't Brandon. remember the other. Brandon. Brandon. Really, really good podcast that we've had on here. But you still have to, as of right now, play by this game. And, and we can all agree that it's shitty, but you have to play by this. The whole point is you cannot let your ego get into something that's unnecessary i think that's huge a, a, a car a, a, a car is necessary but you don't need to spend 20 fucking thousand dollars on a car whenever you're making 30 fucking grand a year that makes no fucking sense you can get a car you can get a car depending on where you're living i guess there, there are some living scenarios that make that more difficult anyone can get but a car we anybody can get a car the difference is we have this social aspect which our ego is directly connected what? to the social aspect that we have within okay, life so to where like, oh man, this beater, like 1991 bro, Honda what, what, that what I'm you, showing up to my work and I'm trying to save up for a house in my future and I'm trying to invest money correctly and I'm trying to make myself something more than what it is on a financial level. And, and you should be working, okay, it should go, in my opinion, your mental, your mental progression on uh, what everything is spiritual and then fucking finances like is probably the third one and whenever i say spiritual i'm not talking about like some religious thing but you're it this those first two are more interconnected for me but i don't want to go down that you, road you have to i mean what you're describing right now and if we have to live in the current status quo and and continue to do this for a long a long period of time you're going to see the same result everything nothing really is going to change because not all 16 and 18 year olds whenever we were all that age we were never taught really at all on what to do financially. And that's not going to change I at all. A, that's I, not going to change. So what Johnny and I are talking about, which I think is a great idea, and, and, and if more people got caught wind of it and actually started talking to people within their own communities and then people started talking about it too, is precisely what the idea is, is that people shouldn't be granted, when I turn 18, I shouldn't be granted access to $200 of Cole's credit card or Cole's credit to fuel my ego to buy clothes so I look good so I can get a chick. I should what, what's what's so shitty is obviously this isn't taught in schools. But us as you're a parent, you're a parent, you're a parent to children. 
this is now your duty to tell your kids about how corrupt this actually works. And nobody should go and get a pair of jeans on fucking loan. That's even more ridiculous. I, I said I said a couch. I said a TV. The smaller you go, the more ridiculous it fucking is. If you're getting into a loan for a pair of fucking jeans, that is insane. By the that way, to anybody out there, insane. if you're what using a cr- knows if you're, that. Hold up. If you're on a specify. If you're using a credit card to buy jeans, that's By a the loan. way, you get you get Kohl's cash though when, whenever Fuck whenever off. you use them. Fuck off. If you use a credit it's card to get jeans, scam. if you use credit card to get jeans, that is a loan. That is a loan. That is money you do not have. Kohl's credit card, Victoria's Secret credit card, Macy's credit card. All of it. No, you just any no, credit just card. Regular one, Capital One. Oh, they're gonna you, oh, you can get whatever you want. You can get whatever you want, but you're going to end up paying so much more for this fucking thing you never really fucking needed in the first place. There you are, don't need these things. There are smarter people who who do have the money and use those credit cards to the advantage to get cash back, shit like that. But no, that's that's the one percent. You know, people who actually know how to use it towards their advantage, like you talked I'm, about. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold a up. Lot, a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna quote something that Dave, I'm gonna sorry not quote. I'm gonna paraphrase something that Dave Ramsey says real quick. I love Dave Ramsey. But if you think if you think that you figured it out, you're like you know what I'm gonna do. This credit card gives me two percent cash back, which is good. They give me two percent cash back and they give me miles. So you know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to buy everything with the credit card, but I'm going to pay it off the same day. I'm going to pay it off the day of so I never pay interest. I'm fucking beating it. I'm going to tell you exactly what Dave Ramsey says, which is if you you really think you're beating the credit card companies, you really think you're getting over on them, that you're like, man, I pulled the wool over their eyes. I really showed them. No, you're giving them your information, all kinds of marketing, advertising. They're now making money from you in ways that you don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. So no, it's not. Dude, that 1% cash back. You're losing. You're you're losing more money by using that credit card. You are not. You are not so sly that you are tricking the credit card companies and think that you've broken the system. Well, I so I, I was thinking that more along the lines that there will be a few people who who can reap the benefits of of those advantages, but most people will not go in line with that and they'll end up owing with interest. I honestly, I should get rid of my Bank of America credit card that I have right now. I, I have it. I've never paid any interest on it. Uh, I have been a dumbass, and I paid the annual fee that comes along with yeah, it. Fuck which is annual like, fees, bro. Which is, fuck that. I will never pay to have. I think it's like twenty five. It's like twenty five or thirty dollars. Uh, I, I will say the one upside to it. So you're paying a thirty dollars subscription a year that you don't use. Yes, basically the one upside that that has happened is I, I will say the one upside, which there's typically with anything, it's not purely bad. And it's not purely good either with anything. And I will say the purely good thing, which does not weigh out on... So it's agreeing with Johnny. The one thing that happened happened to me was I didn't have any cash on me. And my debit card was... Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Under... Like they had to shut it off because like there was... fraud alert or whatever. Fr- fraud alert and it shut off my, my debit card. And I couldn't use my, my debit card. And I didn't have any cash on me. Nobody wants to be put in that scenario. It's very awkward um, in a purchasing scenario, whether or not you're at a restaurant or just trying to buy some shit from Quick Trip. You you immediately, have, once again, ego comes into play. I think this is the biggest thing is that human ego comes into play with finances, and it's a comparison between the two. But I had that credit card available that, that wasn't shut down, and I was able to use that. That it's is the emer- one benefit. Oh, hold up, it's hold an up. emergency. I'm going to no, – hold up. I'm right away. But, right away. But once again, there was a better argument – Against even having that, 
to where you just don't make that purchase. Right away. No, even if you want to make the purchase, screw it. Right away, though, devil's advocate, your card got shut off, right? So now you're using a credit card. Um, And I know I'm getting out there and some people are like, that sounds absurd. Yeah, well, think about it and actually try it and see how it goes. Why don't you just have two bank accounts? Two checking accounts. (laughs) As opposed to 10 credit cards? By the way, your credit card can get shut off, too. What happens if you're somewhere and your debit card gets shut off and your credit card gets shut off? That can happen. So you're From now two you're, different banks. You're yeah. now speaking in like just hypotheticals. But you know what happens? And I'm speaking in hypotheticals. You know what happens if your de- debit card gets shut off? Use your other debit card, which is actually still cash in a bank account that is your cash and not credit and not a loan. It's very true. If you're going to have two cards in your wallet, why not bo- have them both be cash? And that's the thing. Why, I have 20 open accounts. Why not have 20 open active bank accounts? There's no difference except right. that with bank accounts, they're cash. Right. It's very true. Either way, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to do circles or anything like that. I I, th- I think the overarching theme is what specifically loans in general, um, and it's something we really haven't really touched on at all in the podcast. And I think it's very interesting. Brief and, moments here yeah, and there. Brief moments, and I think um, we've talked finance before. We we podcast, have, but, but but specifically loans. And if if we were to stop doing loans, what the implications would be, which we really don't know. But just to have a fancy about it, I think that that's pretty cool to imagine a world where it's more regulated with loans on how you get them and how it could structure and make things cheaper as opposed to more expensive because we're literally living in a life where things are getting more and more expensive. I bought my house two and a half years ago. It is now valued $40,000 more than it was when I bought well, that's it. Also, that's a good you thing. That's I'm also saying? property. That's Yeah, but but still, you see, everything's getting more expensive. I mean, the same house, it's the same house. I've done a little updating, you know, so it, it's just, it's crazy. I, think I, don't, the- I don't think enough people evaluate themselves like thoroughly enough not at all oh okay so like whenever i was uh doing my build right i said this uh on saturday i said this on saturday i was like man i don't want to do this even though i have the money I, i i did not build my pc on a loan i paid for it in cash because i had the cash i would never get on a loan for something that is just some pleasure shit which is my pc uh I was like, man, I'm a little worried about it because I, I'm being excited about it right now. Uh, because that is the biggest red flag for me in any purchase, in any big purchase. The biggest red flag you should have is the fact that you're excited about it and you want it right now. Nobody ever thinks about this. Man, you, you just saw something super early on and you're super excited about it and you want it right now. You're basing shit off your emotions right now guess what i can guarantee about your emotions they're going to change honestly the same way that i'm probably going to feel about my pc we've even had conversations about this today i'm super protective about the pc that i just built i'm worried about drinks being around it all this shit man oh. six months from now side of it's going to get scratched it's going to come it's like if my yeah, phone if my phone drops right now it cracks, it's a phone it happens your emotions will change about this you should not be making Big purchases, especially, especially getting loans on something based on emotion. Or what I was saying as far as ego goes. It's probably more emotion than ego. Maybe I need to switch it up. But but that that's the biggest thing. If you feel emotionally But Jesse, listen to what you're saying. That What you're saying right now will never reach an 18-year-old head's mind. And 
at all. Well, that's no, why we're no, saying it no. because hopefully yeah, it yeah. does. I, I, and I, and even if you told an eighteen-year-old exactly what you're saying, they're gonna be like, "Nah, I'm good." You know, like that, that's just how eighteen-year-olds' minds are driven, especially eighteen-year-old eight, males. Eighteen-year-old males. If there anything, I'm assuming we we come from the same like ecosystem. Yeah, just eighteen-year-old males don't give a shit if you want something. Yeah, invincible. And, and then all you got to do is sign a sign a piece of paper. Boom, you don't give a dude. shit about the future. Boom. 18-year-old males, males are very um, in the moment, too much in the moment, and, and they have not experienced enough shit to put them outside to where you can start having future aspects on, on what you're doing in life. I wish. As far as your, I mean, all, all the way from uh, who you decide to be um, interconnected with socially, from how, uh, how you spend money, from, from everything. Males, and in, in not the dog of my own sex here, but we definitely, definitely fucking just are really bad about being just strictly in the fucking moment. And this fucking feels right right now. We're very emotionally, egotistically fucking just driven. Not good when it comes to finances at 18. No, not at all. No, no, no not, I, not I good at the, all. Dude, I've always every, said... Every, dude, I wanted a 1967 fucking SS. I want a 67 Chevelle SS. That would be dope. Or a 69. Dude, any, anything. Anything within that... God damn no, it. So, I, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to when I was 20 real quick. I wish I could change the past because I had the same thing. Actually, I wasn't 20. I was 19. When I was 19, I made the mistake of doing the car payment thing. I made this. So like when I'm making fun of my friends earlier, they know that I've, I've told them I've made the same mistake. When I was 19 year old, years old, I went out and bought a $28,000 car and paid ridiculous interest rates and had to pay it off over a course of six years. In hindsight, if there's one piece of advice I want an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old out there to take, it's that you don't need it. Your emotions change about it. About after a couple of months, you're like, okay, it's a car. And that if I would have taken that money that I spent over those six years on a car that I didn't absolutely need, and it was even more money because of the interest rate, and I just put that in the stock market, man, I'd have an extra like $40,000 right now. That's crazy, man. That's you, insane. You, you have to come to the realization that what you really want in this moment will eventually become something old. Yep. Probably quicker than what you expect it to be. Oh, my God. These new fucking mid-top, like, fucking Air Jordans. I'm fucking looking. Do they even make fucking mid-top Jordans? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even probably. know, dude. I don't even have. I don't see why I'm not. Somewhere, like, <clears throat> I want to switch this, man. I'm this, sorry. I don't mean to cut it off, man. But we've been 30 minutes on, on finance. I'm sorry. No, no, it's, no, it's it. important. So, it is. So have, have a final gen, generaliz, generalization of, of what we've been talking about. Um, can, can I hit it? Yeah, quick? 100%, man. Material possessions are not nearly as important as what your finances are because your finances represent your, your work and what you're putting into. Now, we could get into shit about whether or not that's imbalanced uh, with the society that we live in. We're not going to get into that. But realize it is your work and effort being put into something and your ego should not be put into it because your ego changes and what you think is what you need today is not going to be what, what you, you want six months from now. I guarantee you. You won't give a shit about the pair of jeans, or the TV that you fucking buy, or the PC that you fucking buy, but or you, even the car because you become acclimated to it. You'd love to have that $800 back, though. Yeah. So... Exactly. So I hope I made a good generalization no, of, was, of, I, of that whole thing. I think that 30-minute segment. It's very important. That 30 minutes was just, it was very much needed, honestly. And I hope any young men out here listening to that do not go out and buy that car on your 
$35,000 a year salary and you, you decide that you absolutely need that, that Scion, which are trash fucking cars. Uh, I'll gross. give it, I'll, I'll end it on this. Scions, they don't even make Scions anymore, bro. There's an employee. Oh, well, that makes even more sense to what I said. There's, so an, empo- there's an employee that works where we work at and she really wanted to buy a new car. And she's like, you know what? My transmission's going out. My transmission, it's, it's done. Like it's going to cost, it's, it's like, for her it was like 600 bucks. You know, because her dad knew someone, they they, were gonna, they they switched out, and she's like, "I really want to get this new car." I'm like, "Dude, like you have no payments on this just car. spend the six hundred dollars." And that's what I told her, and that's what she did. So I good, fucking affected good. someone's life, man. It, it feels good, and it, at the same time, if there are later problems, and I told her, I was like, "Hey, I'm not saying that you're not going to have issues with this car later on, but I was like, right now, if I were you, this is what I would do." And I'm not, you know, she did it, and the car works just fine now, and I'm just like, "That's what's up." That, that also comes down to a lot of finance, which man, we should not. You, you wanted to transition, which, yeah. Which I want to transition, but also you'd need to have a safety net. Yeah, let's savings. Not, yeah, let's, but, we've talked about. Yeah. yeah, but that's still super important. Hey, but okay, what I'm about go outside? I'm, what, I'm gonna go piss. What about okay? We're gonna transition. You're gonna go outside and take a pee pee. What a little baby boy, man. You know me. I'm always like. <clears throat> yeah, you, you'll segue right into this right when you walk in, though. So, I, I I'm not really trying to go down. The the what, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, uh, I don't want to talk about what we've talked. You know, majority of what our podcast is, but I'm just trying to realize a world without police and what that would be like. This is exactly what we weren't going to talk about, but I like it. Okay, yeah, and, and I, I'm not even saying go down extremely hardcore and and do all that. I'm just specifically talking about what a world without police would be like. I actually legitimately had this conversation less than an hour ago with uh, Savannah. At the house. Because we were talking about the same stuff that we mentioned a few podcasts ago with Dan. Check out that podcast with Dan where we talk about the Second Amendment, your constitutional rights, the militia, and uh, being a good neighbor and everything. Where people these days do not... If you had a neighbor moving across the street, did you really like invite them over for dinner and stuff? Or did you just like, oh, look, new neighbors, and then forget all about it? Because we don't do that shit anymore. Right. But no, to get back to your thing without police, like I said, literally had this conversation earlier. And Jesse might have been there for it when Savannah was there. I don't know. Um, but I, I, you don't. Okay, you don't need. If imagine where we live at now. Imagine where you live, Paul, and all the people you knew were around you. Your neighbor is Jesse. I'm your neighbor on the other side. Jordan's on that side. You got whoever. Everyone Blake, we know. Maria, Sarah, did. Blake, everybody. Be dope as fuck, man. Everybody. But hold up. You can have that right now without us living here by being nice to your neighbors and getting your community together. And then guess what? Instead of calling the police when someone breaks in, you now call, once again, Second Amendment. Everybody should be armed to protect themselves and others. You can call any one of your neighbors who have your back just like you have their back. You don't need the police at that point. So do you think like where these spots are happening now where they're talking about defunding the police and stuff like that, do you think that that's what's going on in those communities? Is just specifically what you're talking about right now? First off, I want to address the whole defunding the police factor. It does not... They've picked a terrible word for that because it does not mean to defund the police. It does not mean taking funding away from them, even though that's what everybody thinks. That is not what it actually means. Well, in Los they just, Angeles, they came out and the, the, the mayor, the governor of Los Angeles, he, he, and even the police chief said that they want to cut the budget by $125 million. Okay, uh, okay, but the whole defunding is talking about, I hate that word because they could have used so many better words that will actually get people on board. Yeah, cut and the now budget they're scaring or, away people. No, you literally, you're talking about a transition changing 
the policy, changing the way police work, not right. defunding, not getting rid of police. For sure. Changing the way things work, though. Yeah. But to to what you just said, do you think that in those spots that are happening right now, that's probably most likely a, a, a way to offer something different than than having people police you really, community. So, like, you're talking about, man, I didn't want to get into this. We talked about this outside. But, like, Seattle, there's the big thing right now where they've taken over the police office in, or police office. Like seven block radius. Police. Chaz, what am, what's the word I'm looking for? Police station. Yeah. The police station. Precinct. In a, in precinct, whatever, in an area. And it literally says, they, like, spray painted it instead of, like, uh, Seattle Police Department. It says Seattle People's Department or whatever. And they're not letting police back in. And some people are freaking out about that. You know what, though? I bet everybody who's in that building and running it and stuff is helping each other. And, like, nobody's attacking them. Nobody's. And if somebody did, they're protecting themselves. I'm just so sick of everybody sitting back and letting stuff happen on the wayside. When it's like, you really can be there for other people. And if you go out of your way, and I'm being hypocritical because I have not done this thing myself. Once again, this is a do what I say, not what I do kind of situation, unfortunately. But if you go out of your way to be friends with your neighbors, to make real connections with your neighbors, and not just, I don't mean neighbors like the guy next door. I mean your community as a whole. Right. Your fellow man around you who, who is there. If you're all on the same page, you build a small community, whatever, and take care of each other, then in theory... You don't need the police. Because, very true. Because do you really need the police to write you a fucking ticket for a stop sign violation? No. No. Sure, ambulances, fire department, yeah. Which, when I was hanging out with my friend earlier today, volunteer for the fire department, I just learned something that I never knew, and this is amazing to me. The town he lives in, the entire fire department is volunteer. Right. I, the enti- I, and that happens a lot, apparently. I, I didn't know this. I have a buddy, too, who's a volunteer that, firefighter. But I thought it was, like, semi-volunteer, semi-fully staffed. No, like, their entire town is is volunteer. They have several people who are on notice and have a, have a fucking thing. They don't get paid for it. It's all volunteer. And then if worse comes to worse, nobody from that town can show up. They call the next town over, which would suck. But the, I don't know. I feel like you want... I feel like people are good inside and you want to look out for your fellow man, but the way we live our lives right now through everything, through media, advertising, the way, the way we're raised even, not to blame our parents here, but everything that affects us, I feel like we've been pushed away from helping our fellow man. 100% man. 100%. When we should. And if everybody just looked out for each other and you gave a shit about another person, so much would be solved. Jesse brings it up all the time. Putting your shopping carts back. Little things like opening no, dude, the door today, for someone. Today, but I mean, every, like I, we work in a restaurant. And the amount of times that people act like the literal end of the world is happening, Ragnarok, the apocalypse, and that the roof is caving in because their food came out five minutes later than they wanted to. Think about think about all the cooks, the servers, everybody. Like these are all people too. Like give a shit about them. And, and I'm using a terrible example by no, bringing up the great, restaurant. It's a great example, though, man. Man, everybody is. is so stuck in their own. In their own fucking world, in their own they, life, to where they, fuck they have, everybody they, else. They they have blinders on. They have, they have this absolute, undeniable blinders on. This is the path that I'm walking, and everybody else is just for me. Everybody else is just for me. What while I'm here, which which we have, we we can live that lifestyle here here in America. We have it's, for a very long time. I mean that that's what is fed to us so much. That's the problem. 
So everything we've talked about in previous podcasts, we've actually actually we've found out the the true and, origins and not, of the not problem. Not through, by the way, this isn't through just general social interaction. I mean, this is what has been bred into people from a bunch of like social media and all the bullshit that they've been fucking listening to, and they've gotten away from they've gotten away from the fact that we are all interconnected. And that if you if you push somebody this way, negatively, oh, it's never going to affect me negatively this way. When I, I, I truly believe it does. Which, that comes into the karma fucking aspect of things. You cannot live a life of peace just rolling over fucking people and making your own fucking way. That's the top not one, how the, fucking the, shit the works. The top 1% do that, um, Jesse. <laughs> Karma doesn't exist. Johnny, I'm I there said, with you now. Okay, okay. I'm there, so, I'm there so, with you now. Karma, karma does not exist. exist. It doesn't. There's no way, man. Unless it, you, unless, no, you unless misheard they, me. Unless no, they, no you misheard me. Can unless, I talk? Can unless, I talk? One second. Let, Let me fucking talk. Unless karma forgets about the top 1%. No. Now you can talk. <laughs> no. What, what you misheard me on, what you misheard me on was a life of peace. A life of peace. Those people do not live a life of peace. We don't because know what we, the fuck those people live, can but you, continue. Can, Sorry. Can, can I talk for a second? A life of peace... How you know an individual has a life of peace is they have no more wanting. No more wanting. The same way that you upgrade... I'm, man, I'm probably going to do this super poorly, but I'm going to do my best job at this. Whenever you make an attempt to upgrade something, then something else has to be upgraded. So like, if I'm working on my car, right, and I switch out the turbo, then all this other shit needs to be changed. Now... Oh, shit. Well, now I can do this. It's this never-ending, it's this never-ending, never-ending focus on getting something, getting somewhere, getting somewhere. The problem is, you don't even realize it, you're right here. Man, that no has more nothing to do with karma. Hold on. Yes, absolutely it does. No. 100% it does. Please explain. It does. Please explain. The biggest issue with people is ego i explained it in in the in the last segment whenever we were talking about finance or whatever and this is a good segue into this people have huge egos ego me me this this is what i'm doing this is what i'm doing this is what i want to do all this and you become this never ending there there is no end there is no end fuck man i'm gonna fuck this up and, and there's going to be a bunch of people pissed off at me because I, I could be doing this a lot fucking better than what I'm doing right now. So let, let me say this. Do not focus on what you can obtain so much as far as physical fucking shit. Focus on what you can understand. And the more you try to get outside of that, and focus on what, not physical shit, what you can understand, you will end up being in this place of, man, the more I want, the more the want spirals into just more wanting. This is how you get Jeff Bezos, man. This is how you fucking get individuals with so much fucking power, and all they want to do is get more power, and their eyes are fucking rolling in their fucking heads right now, because all they know, all they know, all they know is to go forward and more and more and more. 
they never took a second to just step back and go and exhale and go, where am I? Where am I? Where's my place in this universe? What, what am I doing right now that, that's important? Why is my wanting so important? Wanting, wanting is the never-ending cycle of disparity, in, in, my, in my absolute opinion. And, and I, it, it's hard for me to say because I still do the same shit. I'm still materialistic. Everybody does. Everybody's human. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm still materialistic. I'll, I'll say that right now. I, I'm not some fucking Buddhist fucking mentality here right now. But 100%, the more you want, the more it takes you down. At some point, you have to be happy with you. With you. Not your objects. Not your fucking, not, not anything else. Just you. Just you. Screw everybody around you. Screw the mic and screw the mic. Screw the fucking mic in front of you. Screw the headphones. Talking to myself here for a little bit. Fuck, fuck my ego, because it takes a little bit of ego to be in front of a mic. We won't ever talk about this, but th- this is a little bit of ego-driven thing that we do here every Sunday. It's hard. We have to get away from this and just be okay with ourselves. The fact that we're wanting so much is the fact that we're lacking so much within ourselves. And we have not really spent enough time with ourselves to figure out who we are in, in our placement in this fucking universe. Jesse, I'm going to stop you for a second. That, that, that's you've been Because you've been fair. ranting for a second and going in circles the last second. I believe in everything you said. Once again, that doesn't answer my question about how that has anything to do with karma. But I'm going to move on from that. Yes, No, I, No, I, I can explain that. I can explain <laughs> you, that. No, you no, were no, supposed no. to over the last yeah, 10 no, minutes. We're good, we're good, we're good. Johnny, keep... <laughs> We're talking about. So I, I'm going to say something about karma real quick. I know I fucked that up, and and I feel really no. Fucking you didn't bad. fuck it. You didn't fuck good, it up, bro. man. You're good. You talked a lot of good truth right there, man. And or a lot of good knowledge. My bad. And Paul, real quick, this is for my own. This is for editing purposes. What time are we at? We're at 50 minutes, my man. 50. Okay, I need mm-hmm. to know that for editing. I'm about to say something that I'm going to cut out of the podcast real quick, and that's because I'm going to do a humble brag, and I don't like doing that. I don't mind doing it in front of them. But I don't want to do it in front of you guys because I don't, I don't, I'm, that's not my goal in life is to get my own ego fucking going. So I'm going to cut it out. But real quick. Don't cut it out, man. I, I, no, I don't. I really do hate that. You're not allowed to do that. Okay. We, we've not cut a lot of shit out in the podcast. Well, I'm going to say it anyways to prove my point about karma and stuff. Everybody goes through some shit. I'm not saying my life's terrible. I mean, I got it easy. I'm not living in Africa and I don't, I haven't had my legs blown off and all kinds. I'm not in wartime, man. I got it fucking cake. But at the same time, everyone deals with shit and I don't see a lot of karma in the fact that like. Jesse, I don't know what you've done, and I'm not calling you out here, but like, I don't talk about the fact that I've donated, I've donated, which isn't much, but hundreds of dollars every single year to multiple, to multiple fucking things: the autism awareness, national suicide prevention hotline, all kinds of stuff. I went, got out of my car the other day, and once I hate this because I hate the humble brag thing. I really do. That's why I wanted to cut this out, but it has a point to do with karma. Uh, got out of my car the other day at Price Chopper, and way far away on the other end, there's a fucking cart just sitting out there. I walk over there and grab that cart and pull it all the way back, even though it's not mine. And I don't believe in karma still. Good shit happens to me and bad shit happens to me. Good shit happens to other people. Bad shit happens to other people. I believe that you can be a general 90% good person and have 90% bad happen to you. And I believe you can. It happens all the time. So my point is I don't believe in karma. And I'm not playing the fucking, oh, pity me. I have a good life. I'm not saying that. But the... You can have bad... I don't think there's a scale. I don't think that what you do in life directly relates to what comes back to you. Sometimes, some people have it really good. Some people have it really bad. Some people have it in the middle. And that has nothing to do with what you do. Okay. So, 
so can I speak on this? There's no way to disprove or... Every, everybody who's ever listened to this podcast... And, and I'm going to edit this like, back in now, so here we go. No, no, no you got to no. leave it, Johnny. Dude, I hate that. I'm you not going to leave, leave that in. in there. You got to, man. You That's not to. good. I don't like... Well, we all Anyways, do good things. Continue, Jesse. You, you, you said it for a reason. Um, and, and everything that said is always said for a reason. Um, the, the one thing that I talk about as far as, like... Because you can get into this argument, like, why do good things happen to bad people? Why do really, uh, like, why do the 1% who are probably doing horrible things fucking get away with their, get away with their, their shit? We're all interconnected. So this is the mentality that I have. My, my, the karma that I have, like, like if I, if I do some shit, man, there's some weird, uh, philosophy here as far as do you ever do anything selfless? I that that's a really big one for me that I struggle with <laughs> because like today literally today like like I saw like I'll I'll kind of back up your shit not nearly as much what whatever you said but but I saw a dude who I was on my way to um micro city and I was going to get the um the 5 volt RGB like splitter that I needed and there was a dude on 155th and Northcott, and he was holding up a sign, and I handed him five dollars. I was like, "Dude, you staying cool out here?" He's like, "No, man, it's really hot." And I'm like, "Man, just hang in there, man." I, and I almost felt bad about the money that that, that I gave him, but um, I think you miss out on the fact that it's also egotistical to think about me doing really good deserves really good reactions that's fair yeah that's fair uh, yeah okay so the difference is you could do really bad on on the same opposite spectrum like being really bad and all of a sudden they get really positive really positive there's no time limit shit. on it on when it's so, gonna happen but the whole thing is you have to have the fundamental understanding and this is what karma karma really connects us all and i Man, I've never read the, uh, oh man, fuck, what's it called? I literally have, I literally have the books in my house, but I've never fucking read them. I feel like a dumbass right now. Um, basically, the whole point is, you can do really evil things and prosper, and you can do really good things and suffer, but the whole point is, we're interconnected. We're interconnected. You don't know, we don't know anything else outside of that. And if that is the life that you live, and if you're doing right, though, and you're sacrificing, there, there is positive to that. The people that are on the other end will not, will not fucking flourish. A hundred percent. Even though it looks like, like, this is the big issue. Like, man, I'm sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little fucking faded right now. The people on the, I'm going to focus on the evil right now. So in my opinion, the, the evil is like the 1%. Like the 1%, the overall arching, just absolute, just absorption of wealth in this progression of, you, you know what I talked about whenever, whenever I said, oh man, you start chasing after wanting and, right. you, never, and you never take time to just, I'm here, I'm here and this is who I am and I don't need any more. I don't need, I don't need any more. The wanting is the worst thing that can happen to you, realistically. 
wanting only causes fucking problems. Once you can be okay with thyself and knowing thyself is very important. Fuck me. I don't know. No, that's I, I get what you're saying, man. That all of that makes sense. And people forget to do all of what you just said. When it, when it comes to karma, when it comes to karma, um, I don't know really, really know where you're going with that. But the way what you were just explaining, it was very peaceful, man. It was very peaceful. The, 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 the amount of want that people want in the United States, this this uh, this consumption is consumption, consume, consumption, con- consumption. Yeah. That, that's bad, man. And America, Step back. America has been that way. It's the civilized West. That's what we want. That's what we've been doing for such a long time. Dude, like, we have it extremely good, like we've all talked about, with electricity, running water, gas. Uh, You can buy a house and live comfortably with your family. But for the fact that you continuously want and want and want and want. And, Jesse, you just made me realize, man, and this is why I love doing this podcast, is the fact that, man, I have two beautiful – I have three beautiful girls upstairs right now that I – that I sometimes I lose sight with want – with the want that you're talking about because I want more because I want them to be happy later on when in all actuality I have what I want and so it's three girls man and just they make me happy there's nothing truly that I could ever have or purchase or take a loan out for that would make me any more happier than what those three girls could bring me each and every single day of my life we lose sight of that man that's what we lose sight of and I know that you guys can't put it into perspective like that because you don't have kids but you guys have each other you have a girlfriend Johnny, yeah, no, I, I, dude, <laughs> you know no, what I'm no, saying, man? No, like, 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 and, and not, I have not, you guys. Not to, and sound, I have, not to and sound fucking weird. I feel interconnected with Paul. I feel interconnected with fucking Johnny. I feel interconnected with everybody that I fucking interact with. Even sometimes it's negative, though. It is never this... Oh, man. I, I, I should just let you fucking hit it off. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it's, you and I got into it last this, week. We got into it last week. Before, I should have smoked some weed for this one. After the pod- This little segment, if I would have hit some fucking weed, I'd be 100%. Because I guarantee you, I, I know how I feel internally about this whole thing. I'm very passionate about this. And it is so much outside of this. This goes away. This mic will go away. Right? Like, like we are fucking here, though. Like, we, we are here. What, what's important? The camera, your fucking car, how big your fucking house is. No. Guess what? I guarantee you, in the end, when you're on your fucking deathbed, you're not going to be thinking about the objects that you fucking owned, the car you fucking drove. You're going to be worried about the relationships that you fucking held with the people that are here which on is what we, Which is what we lose sight of each and every single day. I know. No, no, that's the ego fucking bullshit that we've been put, been put into our heads. But we but from almost birth. Yeah. Dude, I'm ninety one. I'm yeah. ninety one. What are you, eighty nine? Yeah. You're you're eighty nine, I'm ninety one, you're probably ninety. Ninety. Man, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about how we interact with each other and how how can you be okay with yourself? You're almost self supplementing this fucking internal fucking issue that you have. Whenever you're just trying to fucking get more and more and more and how much money can I get? And don't get me wrong. I I talk about finance because I think finance is important. But finance is not the first thing. Finance is not the first thing. Spirituality comes second. Comes second. After, what what did I say? Mental health. Mental health. Your mental health, your spirituality, and then your finance fucking comes in. That should be taught in schools right there. 100%, man. And this the first, where, the first two, are, the first two aren't be. taught at all. No, finance is barely. So those three things not taught. Did I, did I really say mental health? You it's, did. It's gonna sound really bad. I said mental health. You did. That that sounds about right. Yeah. 
Mental health is extremely important. You also and, said and mental health and uh, spirituality are kind of one. They're kind of tied. They, they are tied. And then finance comes in a weird third place. Quit wanting so much. Quit wanting so much. I, I know it's hard for anybody to fucking hear. And especially for me because I fucking... I was like, oh my god, I fucking just got this sexy ass fucking gaming PC. But you can want, you can want, but Jesse, I mean, and everyone can make that decision and, and we're not and we're not saying that it has to be the, the way you have to realize it, it is finite we live finite it's we we are finite we're not saying think, live. think think about the fucking shit you purchase the shit you purchase only lasts like six months in general unless you're talking about a car or a fucking house everything else is like six months and you're like oh i'm over it i'm over it i want the new one oh i want the new one everything changes everything changes you also change too with it. Why not focus on what's the most important yourself and not being egotistical within this mentality, but how we apply our ourself to each other. God damn it, man, that sounds fucking it's beautiful, wonky. man. No, it's it beautiful. Wonky. No, no, it's wonky as fuck. No, I think there's okay there's a lot of okay there's a lot of good good shit that come that came with what tonight had to offer, man. And if anyone has anything different to say, I'd love to hear it, honestly. Um, so a lot of things we all need to work on as as individuals, Everybody. man. And we're all hypocritical as well. Yeah, we can all give advice and then not follow it ourselves. And I, it, regardless of in, in any of the, like exactly what you just said, Johnny. In in to say something different to that, it's like if you were to just honestly focus on that, I think that you would be a better person. And it's very hard to do that. It's extremely hard because we're all in we're all in this environment that we want, 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 want. And if we didn't live in that environment, or we at least tried to live a different life towards what kind of what Jesse, what you're talking about, I think you will be spiritually more at peace, or you might live a better life. I, I could be wrong. Some people might get off on living on want, no. want, 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 want. No. But in the end, I think it, it it's a detriment, and this is what I, you see I, with I, our I th- society right now. Re- realistically, realistically, I think they crave it too. That that spiritual sense of being at peace. Literally, whenever I talked about earlier, like being at peace, everybody just wants to just, everything's okay. How, I, I've only had a handful of times in my life to where I legitimately had moments of, I mean, I'm talking about this inner perspective feeling of my family, myself, how I interact with my, um, with my friends or, or community, however you want to place it. Friends. Where, where, yeah. Like, like where I am, to where I legitimately felt at peace. We're far Only a handful of fucking times. We're far away from community, honestly. I yeah. I do not feel that way right now. It Honestly, that, well, that came through a little bit of psychedelics, to be honest with you. There was some overwhelming feeling. And, in, in, man, I, I, think, I think we're super fucking far off, to be honest with you. Whenever it comes to our individual experiences and what we're talking about right now, but everything is inter- intertwined, because, w- like from what I said before, everything is fucking intertwined, and regardless of what we're doing, it's happening. It's happening. This moment's happening. Me in front of the mic is happening. Whoever is viewing this, this is happening right now. This this is momentary momentary exactly where it needs to be and this is also karma too on top of it it's it's you believe in that if you want man yeah i think no i do fucking believe in i I do believe in it 
Because everything, everything has its position in yeah. the fucking universe. Let's go man. with that, man. Let's go with that. Johnny, you got any lasting no, thoughts? No, man? shit on it. Shit on it. Shit on it. Shit on it, I was about to take two minutes to shit on karma Do it, in a man. different way. Do it. Uh, only thing is, Jesse, don't interrupt me during this because you're going to hate what I'm about to say. I think that your belief in karma is similar to anybody's belief in religion in a sense of you believing in it and thinking that karma has an effect on things makes you feel better about the way the world actually is. You don't like the way the world is, just like most people don't like the way the world is. You don't like to see the evil in the world. But at least if karma exists, it's not as bad, right? Because karma's out there to take care of some things. Which is the same as religion. I am scared of death, so I believe in religion because heaven sounds amazing. Not out of any rational or logical decision, but about an emotional fear. And I believe that is the same as your view in karma. That's my honest opinion. That didn't take two minutes, bro. There's there's nothing. No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. They didn't didn't rattle my fucking bones. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you wouldn't like it because I compared it to religion. I know how you feel about religion. One one thing I really. Oh, wait. You're probably trying to. No, you're good. You're good. Yes, that's that's fine. We'll leave it at that, man. We'll let you guys. Dude, that was awesome podcast, man. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, too. Um. And the biggest thing you can do is honestly just like the video if you truly liked it, honestly. Um, hit dislike that. it. Dislike it. Yeah, dislike or even it. dislike Fuck it. it. If you didn't like if you didn't like it, it, dislike it. But if you dislike it, please just put a comment on why you disliked it. That's truly all I ask. Something simple. Wow. Yeah. Y'all are idiots. Yeah. That's good enough. Johnny good enough for me. Johnny and I can easily re- respond and be like, well, why are we idiots? And then we watch the video and then we understand why you said it. I'm just going to type out agree. I, I, I just built a PC. I, I'm, I'm, I might be able to do some work on this podcast too and really fuck it up. So. Yeah. <laughs> really fuck it up. Fuck yeah, man. Anyways, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. To all our junkies out there, stay fly and ring the bell.